on WTKS-FM HD1. Cocoa Beach, Orlando. Available anywhere you go on the iHeartRadio app. Download it now. Groundbreaking. Critically acclaimed. And now, The Phillips File. All right, here we go. Hold your ears, folks. It's showtime. Yeah, it is. Hello there. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome. It is the start of the Phillips File. This one for Thursday. It's Thursday, August 2nd, the year 2018. Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Jim Phillips here once again to take your phone calls and listen to your stuff. Whatever your stuff might happen to be. News, current events, we'll do that. We'll talk about your life. Feel free to talk about mine, and we'll find various other things to converse about this afternoon. We always do. So take part in the most listened to, the most popular, the most widely heard, the highest rated radio program of its kind in the state of Florida. Pick us up on iHeartRadio. Go to realradio.fm. Check out our website. And always remember, you can send us a text on anything at any time. That's Real Mobile 77031. We'll read it. Well, Jack and Pinkman will read it. I won't. But if they think it's worthy of something that we need to talk about on the air, then they'll let me know. So nanny nanny boo boo for all of you who get upset when I start talking about Trump supporters. Be that as it may, that's Real Mobile 77031. On the phones, long distance, toll free, one 978 For those of you in the Metro, 407-916-1041. Mo's here. She has news in a few yes, minutes. Yes, sir. We work off that. Jack is with us. Pinkman is here as well. Later in the program, right after the news with Mo at about 4.02, I would imagine. A bonus round of closest to the pin. Your opportunity to have good fortune for the rest of your life or bad luck for 24 hours. Followed by Jack's audio file. Followed by a conversation with Pat Clark, who handles sports over at Channel 2. WESH 2, W-E-S-H, Channel 2 in Orlando. We'll talk with Patrick. Got the regular round of closest to the pin. We'll spend a couple of minutes with Jim Colbert. The Jim Colbert Show on Fridays between the hours of 3 and 7. We'll see what he has on tap. So you want to win it with Eddie the Shaman as a lifeline and Pinkman as a lifeline. Then Eddie will get our chakras aligned as we get ready for, uh, well, at least the end of my work week. All right, let's see what's happening. Well, here we go. The downtown Orlando ambassadors, and I've talked about this on a couple of occasions. Mm-hmm. This is, seven hundred, in my opinion, $750,000 right down the drain, mm-hmm. right into the crapper. Mm-hmm. Donning gray uniforms, I'll read the press account. Donning gray uniforms accented with lime green. Downtown Orlando's new ambassadors hit the streets Wednesday for the first day on the job. The 17 ambassadors will patrol downtown to offer safety escorts, directions, Report suspicious activity and curb aggressive panhandlers. That's going to be a trick. I said that, not the press. Uh, re- not oh, the press oh, oh good. Well, thanks for clearing They'll work up. in shifts from 7 a.m. to 11 p.m., though sometimes later, depending on events downtown. Uh, they received their final piece of their uniform from the mayor yesterday. It's a gray Orlando hat. Oh, boy. And they headed off to work. Each ambassador is outfitted with a tool belt. Mm-hmm. Including a tool belt. Yeah, they got a tool belt. Including okay, walkie-talkie, a flashlight, 
a fanny pack, a first aid kit. They've also been trained in CPR. No. And to alert Orlando police and fire officials quickly if help is needed. Mm -hmm. They're an elite squadron. They have a tool belt? Like a utility belt, like Batman. Yeah. What? So it's cool. Oh, do they have shark spray? Batman did. City Council in May approved the deal uh, with Block by Block. This is a national company that has similar programs in more than 100 municipalities nationwide. Two-year pilot uh, program costs the Community Redevelopment Agency $725,000 per year. Mm. Seriously now? I mean, seriously. It's a lot of money. They're going to deal with aggressive panhandlers. What are you going to? What are they going to do? Mm-mm. Get in a fight? Well, they don't have weapons. Oh, they... sir, uh, you know, have you heard about uh, what they hand them a pa- pamphlet about? Mm-hmm. And they have a walkie-talkie. They can alert the authorities to what? I don't know. To panhandling. <laughs> panhandling. Uh, I got an aggressive panhandler at uh, Washington. Third in Maine. Yes. Okay. Good. What do you want us to do about? Please it? come and retrieve them. <clears throat> this is, uh, I mean, uh, no? as far as I'm concerned, I think this is absolute silliness. I think it's a waste of money. I mean, seven hundred twenty-five, seven hundred fifty thousand dollars a year to have people roaming around in downtown Orlando for what you know, people lost there. You know, what, you know. I guess so. Last time I was there, <clears throat> I headed down Orange Avenue. There must have been hundreds of people just wandering about. You know, like with this glazed look on their face, like where the hell am I? I'm a man. Wow, this is uh, this is more confusing than Manhattan. So, jeez, uh, really I wish there was an ambassador group. to help me out. Mm-hmm. I'm on South Street, you know, in Orange, and I'm trying to find the, the you know, the Performing Arts Center. Uh. Well, sir, I'll go two blocks and take a left. Well, thank you very much. How much did that cost? $750,000? This is $725,000 per year. Mm. Well worth it. Yeah, I'm telling you. Mm. So. Eh, no. They get 17 of them. They'll work in shifts from 7 a.m. to 11 p.m. 7 a.m. to, yeah. So you got to have a, what, the, probably a five day work week, right? Mm-hmm. What? One would assume. Mm-hmm. Or are they 24 on, 48 off? Like well, I have no idea. No, but no, even no. then, so you got, they're not working, sep- well, maybe, maybe they work, now nobody's working 7 a.m. to 11 p.m. No, it's, no, that's 16 hours. So it's two eight hour shifts. So All right. Well, they, you got 17 ambassadors. Mm-hmm. You know, how far do they go? Is it just the core? Is it over on the other side of Lake Eola? Mm. I think it's a core. You know, do they stop at, at I four? I don't want to get over in Huey. You know, we don't go past. You know, we don't we don't go past uh, Huey. All right, mm-hmm. that's that's it for us. <laughs> really? Yeah, that's, that's it. That's it. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, how do I get the uh, the Orlando uh, City Stadium? Mm-hmm. Okay, I go down that way. Mm-mm. Just go over there. It's out oh, of my can zone. You, can you escort me down? No, Mm-mm. out of my uh, zone. We're not doing that. Of my jurisdiction. This is a j- I'm so, I'm ser- seriously. This is a joke. This is uh, this is feel good stuff, and um, and whatever happened. They did this a number of years ago, and whatever happened to those segways that they had? Yeah, they had this ambassador type program. It went south. It went bust. It was yeah. a big. Uh, it was a big um, Michigas or whatever. It was just a. It was just. A it mess. fell apart. It didn't it did. work. But they were on segways. What happened to those segways? Who got those yeah. segways? Someone checked Buddy Dyer's garage. What are they down in the basement <laughs> of City Hall? Did they sell them at auction? Oh, by the way, I was, I was thinking about this coming in. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's because uh, when I came out, out of the office, uh, you, you know, I usually say, "Okay, uh, all hands on deck." But uh, today I said, all right, saddle up. <laughs> and then I was thinking, uh, and then I said, you know, uh, we're only five clicks away. So what is a click? Is a click a mile? A kilo, a kilometer. 
It's a kilometer? Yes. Is that uh, it? Yeah. Okay. Okay. You sound confident. I do. It's uh, from Vietnam days, I remember. Mm. Oh, well, not another one. <laughs> Why would they use kilometers? Because it was abroad. See, if the war was fought on U.S. soil, it would be miles. Mm-hmm. However, anything we fight abroad, we have to adopt their standard of measurement. Yeah, when you're fighting broads. No. Easy, Urban. He just licked his lips, so I don't know whether he's telling me the truth. He started off, and I began to accept the truth, mm-hmm. but now I don't know. A click is a kilometer. But that sounds good. It does. I'd stand by that. I read it well, in Why is it a click instead of, of a click? A click? K I L. Or a clock. Like a kilo. Uh-huh. Or is it just a term that they use because they don't, because if they mm. used miles, somebody might misinterpret miles for. Five oh. miles. It's two miles. It's two miles down there. It's two miles, miles. What does that sound like? Miles. Miles Davis. Yes. It's two. Two miles Davis is down mm-hmm. the way. Mm-hmm. You. Mm-hmm. Did you say miles or did you say, or they confuse it with something else? But click? Yeah. I don't know. Just asking. I'm not going to bet you because uh, ah. because it sounded real good. <laughs> Let's see. What else do we have? Anybody paying attention to this, uh, to the uh, QAnon Q and on. Yeah, these are these tin uh, tin hat people who sh- have been showing up at the Donald Trump rallies now. Mm-hmm. It's a uh, some label it as a conspiracy cult. Yes. Yeah, these are people who are either agents of Russia or they're being being nip- manipulated by uh, by Putin, and they don't know any better. These are the ones who uh, buy into the nonsense that. Trump Tower was uh, was being spied upon by the Obama administration. You know, they're into the birther thing. Uh, some of them, some of these so-called Q people, uh, essentially they're imbeciles. Uh, some of these Q people, uh, I mean, th- just take a look at the people, you know, after the Trump rally in, uh, in uh, Plant City or where the hell it was the other day, and after the rally broke up and they're all turning on the media, essentially all you have to do is look at these are, th- this is white trash people. All you have to do is look at them. You know, they're giving the finger to CNN and they're yelling fake news and all that kind of nonsense. Yeah, they're holding up these Q signs now. Q, it's a, it's a you're, you're going to hear more about it, see more about it. You know, it's, it's, the, it's, this, it's this cult of conspiracy. And they buy, into, uh, they buy into Trump because Trump is into that deep state and they're all out to get me. And, you know, it's these uh, deep state bureaucrats in the federal government who are trying to take us down and blah, blah, blah. As a matter of fact, some in the uh, Q conspiracy cult accused Robert Mueller of uh, being a child pedophile. These are the same people, remember, that were pushing the Hillary Clinton, you know, part of a, a child sex ring yep. and the pizza parlor. That's, yes. that's, that's that's these. You got to call them out. They're nut jobs is what they are. They're white trash nut jobs. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. <laughs> Let's get a check out the news. Here's Mo. Oh, Jim, there is uh, breaking news at this hour from 
The state of Ohio, an active shooter's been reported at the Ohio Air Force Base in Dayton, I believe. Mm. Uh, reports of an active shooter at the medical center. They have armored vehicles. They have unmarked cars. Uh, they have everybody you can imagine, um, uh, emergency workers, etc. cetera. Uh, this particular base is the largest single-site employer. It has more than 27,000 civilian employees and military personnel. We'll keep you posted as this story develops. Right. You mentioned uh, downtown Orlando ambassadors started work yesterday, ah. 7 a.m. to 11 p.m. Today, day two. Their number one job, Jim, is to offer safety escorts. Then they offer directions. Then they report suspicious activity, whatever that means. And finally, they will curb aggressive panhandlers. They may work later than 11. They may work till midnight or later, depending on what's going on downtown. All right, $750,000. Let's just say you handed out, uh, you know, gave out uh, maps to people who were downtown Mm -hmm. or put up. uh, Do they have anything downtown? You are here. I don't think so. You know, like they Mm-mm. used to have at the mall? No. There were, were no. malls? You no. are here? No, well, why not have some of those in downtown? Then you know where you're going. It's not hard to get lost in downtown Orlando, for no. crying out loud. Is, this is not no. uh, Manhattan. This is not Chicago. This is downtown Orlando. It's only... A couple of blocks wide, a couple oh, of blocks long. Yeah, An idiolocator. They also... For idiots? What? I think they are an idiolocator. Whatever what they you are, you they are, are a whole lot less expensive. And but these they... guys aren't going to be able to do anything about panhandling, all right? Let's just let's just lay that on the line right now. They said, well, these guys are going to be able to hand out information to aggressive panhandlers, and we, we think the panhandlers will yeah. take the information and they'll go away. No, it's not happening. They also have a tablet with them that will track information about services that they provide at a specific time and location. Now, they may be on foot. They may be on bicycles, or they may be in a pickup truck done up with the logo. This is a joke. Here's the uniform you're looking for. If you're looking for one of these ambassadors for directions, (laughs) for safety escort, whatever, they are in gray uniforms with lime green accents. It's downtown Orlando. By the time you find one of these guys, you're going to be where you were supposed to be Mm -hmm. going anyway. Yeah, that could be right. (laughs) I don't know exactly what they will do, but they... Buddy Dyer, mayor of Orlando, says they will help crack down on aggressive panhandling amid increasing reports of such. So, How are they going to do that? What, are they going to get into a debate with no. a panhandler? They're going to call the authorities. All right, you lose. No. Mm-mm. What are the authorities going to do? They're allowed to do that. They're allowed to hustle them along, I think. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But anyway, I thought it was very cool when I first heard they had a tool belt with lots of things in it. Uh, then I found out they, they have one of those multi tools. You think that you get a knife and you get pliers? No, I don't and, think so. Ooh, and a you mean like a Leatherman or something? A Swiss yeah, like Army a knife? No, no well, not a Swiss Army knife. No blades are allowed. I see. Well, Leatherman. No, they don't have that. They have a first aid kit though, and a flashlight. They even have a walkie-talkie. I was very dis- disappointed, maybe, at the uniforms. Gray uniforms accented with lime green. They nah. go home at eleven. You said. Well, yeah, or later uh, if there's something juicy going on. Yeah. I, I, Stuff mm. only starts happening after midnight downtown. Mm. So. Yeah. Well, it's noon, too. People uh, who work downtown uh, are being harassed by uh, by panhandlers. But that's nothing these guys can do. What are they going to do? Oh. Move it along, buddy. Or if you got a bunch of people, well, they can serve as escorts. We only have probably a couple of them at any one time in downtown, right? Or a few of them downtown. Right, 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 right. right, right. Well, I don't know. Anyway, let's move along, shall we? It's now up to the state attorney as to whether charges will be filed in the Clearwater Stand Your Ground shooting. Pinellas County Sheriff... Bob Gualtieri has handed over his findings to the state attorney over there. The sheriff would not file charges against Michael Draca, the man seen on surveillance video, gunning down Marquis 
McLaughlin. Anybody talk to this, uh, in a this dispute, guy? The, Has he been interviewed? Has the sheriff or the him? shooter? No, the shooter. Mm, I don't know. No, the sheriff's been interviewed. Yeah, he has. Gualtieri says um, the state attorney may is not precluded from charging the shooter. So, I don't know. Maybe he's just staying low until they decide Why what Why didn't you arrest him let the state attorney figure it no, out? No, he wouldn't arrest him. He said, no. He, that was da- right after it happened. He said, there is no arrest here. We're not charging him with anything. We're not mm-hmm. arresting the fellow. We are not doing anything. Which, of course, got the community very upset. Uh, the black community, the family, everybody, you know, people are like, wait a minute, you know, I'm not sure this was a fatal offense. I mean, uh, you know, capital offense, parking in a, uh, some people got guns, spot. they got guns, they're oh, just yeah, looking yeah. for an opportunity to use it. I'm, I'm convinced of this. This November, there are lots of amendments on the ballot, but one of them just got taken off yesterday. Uh, so it's one less thing you have to vote for in November. Well, not that dog, but the Greyhound dog amendment is off the agenda. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. A circuit judge yesterday took didn't it off. sound like one. Sparky, that's his name. Oh. Off the November ballot. It's off. Uh, the judge was very, very blunt about this thing, saying that it was misleading and it was, quote, outright trickeration. I don't like trickeration when it I comes never to heard, my amendments. I never heard that word in my life. <laughs> but anyway... Uh, apparently she was really, you know, annoyed in her order. She said, this is not happening. You know, the, the way it's written, it's inaccurate. It's incomplete. It's flying. So Greyhound up. racing is safe for now. It is. Okay. Uh-huh. It was one of eight ballot measures. It's now off the ballot. So you have one less thing to vote on. NASA will oh, take. Anybody can appeal that. It's, it's, it's a I don't know if they'll judge. be able to do it by then. Oh. Well, I don't know. Maybe. Uh, ask for an emergency appeal. NASA's taking another step, Jim, toward putting humans back in space tomorrow, Friday. They're going in space tomorrow? NASA will reveal which astronauts will be the first one on board commercial spacecraft built by either SpaceX or Boeing. The announcement will be made out at the Johnson Space Center in Houston. Uh, They will do test flights in, well, actually late this year or maybe early 2019. Mm. Orlando area motorists are on a roller coaster ride at the gas pump. Beginning of the week... It was flat. It was up a penny or something. Overnight, it jumped another nickel. Now, it's, you know, again, a one-day drop of four cents. It's oh, nice. all over the map. The current statewide average, $2.77. And that's down another penny since yesterday. Well. U.S. Senator Marco Rubio calls it a conservative solution for paid family leave for working American families. Uh, little Marco will be joined by Missouri GOP Congresswoman Ann Wagner later today, actually probably right now, to introduce this legislation. Rubio saying the bill creates an option for new parents to pull forward a portion of their Social Security to use it for paid parental leave after the birth or adoption of their child. What? Mm-hmm. Parents taking the option will receive a Social Security benefit to use at least for two months of leave across their household. So if what the mother- do they take it out? Of- yeah, they take know. it out of your future Social Security benefits. What you've got? I earn my benefits. Have you the, seen that ad on it, TV? Yep. Who's that for? It's mm. for one of the, I think, gubernatorial the governor guys. The governor yeah. would. I earn my benefits. Yeah. Okay. Right. Don't touch my stuff. <laughs> well, let me take a little break. Ah. Mo's, got, Mo's got more news upcoming, uh, including the food and the birthdays, yeah. and don't forget that bonus round of closest to the pin at four on Real Radio one hundred four point one. This round of closest to the pin at the top of the hour. Back to the news, plus the food and the birthdays. Here's Mo. Today is August 2nd, 2018. Today's one of the best food days of the summer. It is today, August 2nd, is ice cream sandwich day. Oh, 
sounds good, though. I'm not that, that's a winner. All right, a winner. Whether it's the rectangle one, the old-timey chocolate cookie, or the the round flyers matter. or whatever they're called. Yeah. Um, you yeah, know, yeah, the, the, that's good stuff. What are those but things? even the store brand, the, just the regular old traditional ones that look like a little brick. That that's yeah, and the paper wrapping. Always yeah. a good time. Mm-hmm. I hope Eddie's listening, so he brings us. Today up. is ice cream sandwich day. Got it, Eddie. Yeah, don't make Eddie buy us anything. Come on, Eddie. Oh, Jim boy. will pay you back. Nope. Wait. Now look what you're doing. You're 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 putting something on Eddie, and you're putting something on Jim. Okay, I bet you. Click refers to kilo. And if you lose, you buy us ice cream sandwiches. I'm not betting that. Uh-huh. I'm not making a bet. That's a good bet. Uh, Jim, if you want to go uh, ice cream to sandwich would be good though, wouldn't it? Latin yes. America. And you always get some of the cake on your fingertips. Yes, yeah, always. You know, it always it comes sticks up. to your finger. Yeah, the it's cake delicious. is just as good as the ice cream. It is in an ice cream sandwich. Yeah, that, it's not that cookie better. thing that qu- is way yeah. is way good. Yeah. Way gooder. Way good. Yeah. And I'm not a vanilla person, but mm, that's a good time. Penguin, go outside and wait for the it's good humor man. Chocolate cake and vanilla ice cream. It's always it's a good it goes combo. together. It is a combo. If they have a mixed pack where it's some vanilla sandwiches and some chocolate sandwiches. What happened to those days where you could send interns to do stuff remember? like that? Get in the car and go get us some ice cream sandwiches. That's how I started Ooh, yeah. my radio okay. career. The problem was <laughs> Jack was going anymore. to the booby I'll bar. Go right now. Mm-hmm. One time you go to Club Wana. Look. That's what it it made it, one I've been bad apple once. Yeah. and then oh well, my. one time during the show you go to Club One and have a Cat Morgan and diet. Oh whatever, uh, Jim. If you want to go to oh uh, we can smell it all over you. He came back every Tuesday. Uh, yeah, yeah, it wasn't that so much. It was just it was it was. Why is he in a good mood? No, it was Club One a funk. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, you go in there and you come out. And there's a there's, there's a, a cheap stench. perfume. It's not a stench. Cheap perfume. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't think yeah. I wasn't going to get a lap dance, did you? Yeah. <laughs> Whose money were you using for that? What? Don't Never. you worry about uh, it. Okay. An airline is offering <laughs> new routes from Orlando International Airport from MCO to Latin America beginning, I guess, yesterday, uh, August 1st. Uh, uh, an airline called Avianca added destinations. Now, I don't know if I ever want to go to any of these places, but just in case. Yeah, where? How about Guatemala. No. I don't want to go to Guatemala. No, thank you. Deal. And how about, well, maybe Lima, Peru? Peru, yeah, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Peru sounds lovely. Uh, anyway, there's you can go every single day. At, oh, and they're going to El Salvador. I don't want to go there either. All right, forget it then. I don't want to, now, those countries are in. It's, yeah, it's they're in trouble. Yeah. MS-13. Uh, Honduras, Guatemala, El Salvador. Mm. Latin no America, BM. Central America. But they're going to Peru also. They throw that in as the good one. It's a, to lure you in like a... A lost leader kind of thing. Yeah. Get there before the Chinese do. Oh, oh boy. Uh, Chinese they, are investing billions and billions of dollars in projects in South America because essentially the United States has given up mm-hmm. or just said, man, we don't, okay. we, don't, we don't need to do anything with South America. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's cool, bro. And the Chinese say, okay, watch this. Even though Miami doesn't have an MLS stadium yet, mm-hmm. uh, David Beckham and his club down there have already named a sporting director. They announced that today. To lead the sporting operations, reporting directly to the managing owner and, of course, to Beckham. The voters will cast ballots in November in Miami on a referendum on David Beckham's proposal to build a soccer complex at the current Mel Reese Country Club in there. So they'll have a soccer-specific And build thing. it on your own. We did. Eh. They did. Who did? We here. Oh, we in Orlando did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our ownership group built it on the, by themselves. Yeah, I mean, there was, I think, a strong feeling in Orlando. I said, look, we're not, uh, the We've state's not before. kicking, no. you know, taxpayers mm-hmm. don't want to fund these stadiums. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if it's so important to you, you build it. Use your own damn money. Mm-hmm. 
Forecasters at Colorado State University are putting out an updated 2018 hurricane forecast, which continues to call for a below-average season. I don't know about that. Latest report predicts nine additional named storms. Three of those are hurricanes. Only one of those reaching major hurricane strength. It's August. We're starting to move. We're starting to move into... The highest of the peak time is August 15th to September 15th. Always around Labor Day, something is brewing. That's right. That's the peak of it. Mm Mm-hmm. They say that a cooler than normal Atlantic Ocean huh. and a potential weak El Nino are the primary reasons for the below average prediction. I think they just sometimes just pull this out of their ass. Well, it is Colorado. I'm not sure what they know so much about hurricanes. But they they just have saying. El Ninos there. Who? They have El Ninos in Colorado. What do they know about space in Houston? I don't yeah. know. They live in a desert. The Johnson Space Center? They know stuff. Yeah, yeah, why? I don't know. They don't know like the Kennedy Space Center knows. Mm-mm. Thank you. Well, that's probably right. It's the only place you can touch a moon rock and stand nose to nose with the real <laughs> space shuttle Atlantis. You talk to a real astronaut. Uh-huh, yeah. That's right. Thank you. Mm-mm, no, thank you. The Ohio State coach, formerly the coach of the Fighting Florida Gators, Urban Meyer, yeah. is in deep caca today. He's actually out of work while he's on. Think it's going to be for good? They, he, yes. Oh, my voice. Yes. yes. Why? I don't know. Because I don't think people in this day and age really tolerate that kind of. Yeah, it's Ohio State, but it's cover up. What was their uh, What was their track record last season? Mm, pretty good. Yeah, you know, football people. No, they were. They ended up like in the top five, I nah, think, or there's, something. There's bad as some no, of these Trump maybe people. Not. Look, it turns <laughs> out because. No, no, well, let me clarify that. I'm not saying that football fans are 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 racists like so many of the Trump people. I'm just saying they're. You know, it's 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 almost a cult. I mean, they they live and breathe. Football. A college football reporter from ESPN unearthed a story that Urban Meyer employed alleged serial domestic abusers, his name as an as an assistant coach for nearly ten years, dating back to his national championship days at the University of Florida. The domestic abuser, supposed domestic abuser's name is Zach Smith. And I guess what the the abused wife actually told Urban Meyer what was going on. Yeah, and it, what's very troubling is that not only did he know about it yeah. back then, ten years ago, nearly ten years ago, but he seemed to try to cover it up. Mm. Uh, Ohio State, you know, the, people are calling for his um, him to step down and to do it himself. Who is? He, you know, fans are saying, you know, instead of having Ohio State fire you, why don't you just get out? Uh, he's always said one of his core values is he has zero tolerance for violence against women. Okay, you know, hypocrite. Let's not go over the top. Anyway, what the the articles now are saying, pundits, ESPN types, you know, are saying that this these times now with the Me Too movement and all that, when women are standing up and, you know, to, to powerful men who are uh, perpetuating the sexual misconduct in the workplace and elsewhere, uh, it is, it's not good. And so Urban Meyer may be... Uh, at the end of his college football coaching career. I read the Ronan Farrell uh, uh, piece on Les Moonves in the New Yorker last night. It's damning, that isn't Moonves, it? Les Moonves, he's a piece of work. Yeah, that's right. Now, they hired a prosecutor to come in and investigate, I believe. They, two different teams. Law firm or whatever. Yeah. Two different law firms they brought in. Yeah. But they won't fire them. They haven't yet, anyway. I think they will. I think they will. I, I think they will. Yes, Jim. I think they will. <laughs> Want to make a bet? That I think they will by when? He'll be gone by, by Labor Thanksgiving. Day. By Labor Day. Make about with Pinkman. Labor Day, you're safe, I Too think. Too quick. No, no these law firms, they, mer- they they don't move that quickly. Yeah, no yeah, deal. billable hours. This is less moon dust. They're not going to move. Well, yeah, I'll tell you exactly. something. Exactly. Good, uh, good uh, observation, John. The outrage. They call it billable hours in the legal profession. The outrage, I think, will 
overcome all of that. Yeah. You know, that foot dragging for billable hours will be outshined, outshone by... Oh, I'm not going to do Labor Day. Mm. All right. Pay Thanksgiving? Your, take your chances, Pink. I'll give you a Halloween. Oh, that's uh, in the middle. I don't know about that. All right, forget it. Sooner. How about the Ides of October? Oh. <laughs> what? Middle uh, of October. I know what it 50. is, yeah. Mm-hmm. The effort to contain the car fire in Northern California is getting more serious. As the fire continues to grow out in Northern California, it grew by nice. 5,000 mm, acres nice. just this morning alone. Oh, 5,000 acres this morning alone. Oh, the morning update puts the total burned acres at $126,000, and containment is still a fraction. It's 35%. Yeah. But it's it's not getting any bigger. I mean, every day I think, oh, well, today will be 40. Today will be Points. 50. No, it's stuck at 35, and they're not getting any better. We're getting time. Yeah, well, it turns out also now... Uh, the total structures damaged more than 1,500. Now, it's still windy. It is still dry. And the very steep terrain makes for major challenges for them to get to this stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, there's also talk of uh, eliminating TSA screenings at some of our nation's smaller airports in little dinky places. Well, that's encouraging in the fight against terrorism. Yeah, uh uh-huh. If they, at airports where the planes are smaller, if they have like 60 or less seats or whatever. Why are they doing this? Mm, save money 115 million a year they'll save oh i see but they're they, but he wants to spend 25 billion dollars on a wall well what he does they want to use that money but that they're saving Jim, they want to use the money they're saving at the smaller dinky airports at the larger airports so let's keep the money there but when, instead of spending it at the smaller like airports like punta gorda didn't the 911 terrorists come through a small airport in maine well, then they jump across from Canada into Maine. Don't bring up facts. I mean, please. Fake news. Uh, the documents Q-Anon. say that any passengers <laughs> arriving from a small airport would have to go through a regular TSA screening when they make a connection at a larger place. Uh, but anyway, it's it would impact thousands and thousands of passengers a day who could sneak through with no TSA anything. And this is what the government is proposing. Uh, yeah. Uh, the USC Journalism School, you mentioned Les Moonves. I was saving it for my uh, celebrity section or, you know, Hollywood section or whatever. The CBS boss, Les Moonves, the name, his name is being taken off of the media center at the University of Southern California Ooh, at USC. Moonves is under invest. I'm telling you, Pinkman, you could have gotten Labor Day mm. on this. Uh, you're but- not going to get Labor Day. Mm-hmm. You can try all you want, you're not going to get Labor it's Day. It's early September. You'll be fine. Don't you, you remember, uh, Moira, bet that uh, the Pete. Uh, no, the NFL commissioner would be out by Roger Labor Goodell. Day. Well, Roger Goodell, did... four years ago. Yeah, he's still there. Pay up, Mo. Ah, a USC statement says Les Moonves and his <laughs> wife, who's what's her name from Julie CBS? Chin. Yeah, her. Chen or Chin? Chen. Chen. C H E N. Her name. They they both of their names be temporarily removed from the buildings until the investigation oh. wraps up. What'd she do? Yeah, why is she getting? Well, it says Mister and Mrs. Les Moonves or Les Moonves and Mrs. Les Moonves. Don't say Mrs. Well, you just said. It says they're taking her name off the the Moonveses. Would it be maybe it's Les and Julie Moonves? Maybe Les and Julie Chen Moonves. There's lots of ways. Okay, so you can leave the Julie Chen part. It's off. No, uh, uh. It's her, his money, her money, their money. Because she's standing by him. Stand by your Settle down, everybody. One at a time. Netflix is turning George Orwell's novel Animal Farm into a movie. Ooh, already did the movie. Now, uh, well, uh, the. Director Andy Circus, S E R K I S, not circus like the big top. It's Greek. Uh huh. 
He's perhaps best known for being Gollum in the Lord of the Rings movies. Yes. Anyway, that guy yeah. will direct this performance capture film about a group of farm animals who rebel against their humans uh, for independence. Don't they, so it's animated. Isn't that, they say, that's like an example of why socialism fails? Animal Farm. Have you ever heard that? It's the example yeah. of... But really, isn't it just an example of how greed corrupts? I don't know and, if it's socialism so much as fascism. I think it's greed that's really the enemy. Yeah, it's. I think it's. It's the people I, at the top. It's power. Out. It's yeah. fascism. Yeah. it's people who. Well, I'm glad we don't have any of that problem here. Yeah, just people talk at the to front these, of the uh, line selling their jaw, Trump puppets. All right. Who are showing up at his rallies? You puppets. know, I'm not a the, You know the Q sign. These are these are these are aluminum hat people. I'm telling you right now. Mm-hmm. You got to call them tin out. Foil yeah, you go the tinfoil hat people. <laughs> yeah, you got to call them out. <laughs> Oh, boy. They're craziest bed bugs. Uh, hey, when they say Tom Hanks a pedophile, you know they've gone too far. That's right. Uh, exactly, they're, they're yeah. Also putting out... You go a, to Tom Hanks. You do a Google search for Tom Hanks and tell me what the first five things that come up. Let's oh, I'm kind of curious Hanks. now. Okay. All right. That's a challenge. Uh-huh. The CNN series. I can do the this. The 2000s. Oh, I don't know. Um, Tom Hanks. I think it's that movie about the volleyball, and then it's... Okay, it's his IMDb, then his Twitter handle, his Wikipedia page, and then his own Facebook page. And then it says YouTube in hot water again after search results for Tom Hanks. Yeah. Now I think crying pedophile, there you go. And now it gets into the Q stuff. Yeah. These Q nut jobs. You know, they're either either agents for Vladimir Putin or they're being manipulated and they're too stupid to even realize it. <laughs> Maybe that. I mean, come on. They're now. disruptors. They're uh, not disruptors. Take a look at these people at the rally in Tampa. Where they're giving the finger. Yeah, every... they're all just. It's just. It's, crass. You know, pardon my French. It's just, it's just white trash. These are people who say, you know, oh, but woe is us and everybody's picking on us and blah, 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 blah. You know, you know, fake news and the media. You know, I was thinking about this because I was talking about this yesterday, thinking about all the great stories, and I just had a tiny, teeny little number of stories that the media had been responsible over mm-hmm. for over the years that you never would have uh, known about. You know, you take uh, you take the, some of the great muckrakers in, in, in American journalism, whether it was Upton Sinclair, who, uh, who exposed the, uh, the sanitary conditions in the meatpacking industry and the lousy labor conditions in the meatpacking industry. You take uh, Rachel Carson, who exposed the use of DDT and pesticides by the agriculture industry? Water you know hate. those so uh, those pesticides sure. were ubiquitous all across. I mean, these They're are these people, are people who did the hard work to so your life could be better. Yep, print though. I think you know what what he has turned it on is the electronic medium, really. You know, no, he's not. He turns it on the New York Times. He turns it on the Washington Post. He turns it on the media. You know. The, Normally, though, when the people are making, he points to the back to the cameras and says, those people. And he doesn't, you know, I don't know who's back with those cameras, but it's the, not the Jake Tappers, but the, you know, the Jim Acostas and stuff. Those people are getting the brunt of it. Not because the those are the report. faces that the people there recognize. Correct. They don't recognize the reporter He's for the He's labeled the media Times. as the enemy of the people. Correct. Not saying he's not saying. Well, you know, CNN is the. He's saying he's labeling the news media by and large an enemy of the people. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, the, it's the media. It's the free press in this country since the beginning of this country. 
you know, these guys, these politicians, the politicians don't come to you and say, hey, uh, I just decided to uh, make your, uh, your, you know, uh, to pass a law so your children don't have to work in the mills. Mm-mm. You know, this didn't happen because of politicians. This happened because of people in journalism pointed out unsafe working conditions and the awful conditions that children or other human beings were working under and brought it to your attention through primarily print media. Right. And the politicians had no other choice but to do something about it. And you got to call out these uh, these Q people. They're they're as crazy as bedbugs. <laughs> they're conspiracy freaks. They're 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 slack jaw Trump. Puppets is what they are. Uh, they're putting out another movie, Jim, this one with um, some big names about the Fox News sexual harassment scandal. Uh, Nicole Kidman, for example, will play Gretchen Carlson and Charlize Theron will play Megan Kelly. Is this uh, a big screen movie? This or is, made well, for, I don't know. These uh, are pretty cable. big names. Well, I tell you, well, yeah, Nicole Kidman's been on cable. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've all been. That's where the. Yeah, Charlize Theron the and Margot Robbie uh, is considering joining up. Uh, with this, uh, you know, this triumvirate, yeah. uh, she would play an associate producer at the network. The film is about, of course, Fox. Oh, I think what's his name is playing uh, Roger Ailes, uh, Russell Crowe. That does sound like a big theater thing. I mean, uh, like a real movie. Is that real or are you joking about his current size? No, I'll bet you a oh. dollar that they've tapped Russell Crowe mm. to play Roger Ailes in this movie. I don't know if it's big screen. I don't know anybody be interested in going see a, going to see a movie about this, but I think it, it might be a, like a Netflix series or an HBO series. No deal. Mm. A lot of these actors, that's you know, they gravitate to a lot of these things now because they get more attention. Yes. C- CNN will air one more season of Anthony Bourdain's hit series, Parts Unknown. They announced mm. yesterday... They have recorded just enough video for a final season before Anthony committed suicide in June. Mm. Um, he had completed an episode shoot in Kenya right before his death. It'll be the last episode with Bourdain's narration. That episode and others in Spain and in Texas and on the Lower East Side of New York will premiere in the fall. Yeah, I think the other oh. four of the directors are going to narrate instead. That's oh, what I read. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. It's good. Uh, do you remember the radio... Talk about conspiracies. Art Bell. Sure. You remember him? He's a radio host. Overnight. Uh, Had a huge following. Uh, oh, big Yeah, time. he was always overnight. Yeah. Uh, Nevada coroner has now released the details of his death. Uh, at age 72, he died of an accidental drug overdose. Ew. Mm-hmm. Uh, from a cocktail of four prescription drugs, two oh. were opioid pain relievers, one muscle relaxer, and the other a tranquilizer, Valium. Yikes. Is there a conspiracy around this? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It would only be fitting. He was best known as that coast-to-coast host. And um, the nationally syndicated program drew a nightly audience of 15 million people. Well, he was responsible for wiretapping the Trump Tower under orders of uh, Barack Obama. Everybody knows that. No, I don't think that's right. Hello. No, no, no. Well, why do you think he left the radio? Well, that's fake news, too. He left the radio program. Speaking of a guy who really... He was under hire by uh, the Central Intelligence Agency and Barack Obama... To wiretap Trump Tower. Let's move on to birthdays. We're out of time. Yeah, Mo. Wow. Come on, Mo. Happy, happy birthday today <laughs> to the guy who played Eddie Munster, Butch Patrick. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's speak. now uh, 63. Now he's a Speaker of the House. 65. <laughs> no, that's Paul Ryan. <laughs> oh. What'd you say? 65. That's it. On the uh, dot. Right oh, there. wow. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, from. Kapuya, kapuya. I think it's Weeds. Mary Louise Parker. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. That'll yep. work. She was a dope dealing soccer mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. a good program. Mm-hmm. For a while. How old is Mary Louise Parker? 56. Please. 52. So. Oh, you guys, come on. 
54. On the dot, right there. Oh, <laughs> look at that, everybody. Look at that. You set him up. You That's set him up there, Papa. Oh, yeah. Shaking hands set and him kissing baby. It's going to be a great uh, weekend. movie director, actually prolific, I would say. Uh, Kevin Smith with Clerks and yeah. Jay and Silent Bob Clerks Strikes Back too. and this and that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I would say. How old's Kevin Smith, the director? Yeah. Got to be close to my age and 48. On the dot. <laughs> oh, that was such a, you know, no that was fair. so weak. And he's nowhere near your age. Please. Yeah, just wait, what? That You're is... not going to get a Jimmy for that. No Time fair. out. Oh, that was bad acting. That's that closing is... it and what's doing hey, it's not your age. Either. First of all, just saying. it's closer to my age than anyone else's age here. Second, <laughs> I am a pretty bad actor, so you know that was genuine. <laughs> he was talking to Amanda earlier. She's Kevin Smith's biggest fan. Thank I you. I smell collusion. That is not oh, untrue. collusion. Yeah. It's another word for conspiracy. Let's take a little break when we come back. Here's what we're going to do. We will open up the uh, lines. Mr. Pinkman will choose one of you at random to play against him in a bonus round of closest to the pin. If you win, of course, good fortune for the rest of your life. If you lose, bad luck for 24 hours. Next on Real Radio 104.1. You can listen to the Monsters in the Morning on iHeartRadio. And now you can watch them every day on the new iHeartMonsters YouTube channel by going to monsters.fm and listen every weekday morning on Real Radio 104.1. From and now the Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all gonna get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is closest to the pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips! That's right, Mark's on the line. He will play against Pinkman in this bonus round of closest to the pin. If Mark wins, he gets a U-Matter business card that will guarantee him good fortune for the rest of his life. However, if Mark loses to Pinkman, bad luck for 24 hours. Mr. Pinkman, if you will remove yourself and go to the soundproof booth, we'll bring you back and determine your handicap for the afternoon. There he goes. Let's get this underway. Mark, how are you today? Hey, Jim, I'm here. How's everybody? Uh, all right, Mark. Okay, good. I've got 10 questions for you, including the crow question at the end. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right, buddy, right into the phone, loud and clear. Here we go. Countdown for Mark. In three, two, one, begin. Mark, Ohio State University head football coach Urban Meyer has been placed on administrative leave. How old is Meyer? 54. As a head coach, Urban Meyer has won how many collegiate football championships? Three. Meyer once coached the mighty University of Florida Gators starting in what year? 2006. Speaking of the Gators, Jim Phillips received the Red Barber Award for Excellence in Broadcasting at the University of Florida in what year? 1975. Red Barber was a famous radio sports broadcaster who died in what year? 1947. The opera titled The Barber of Seville was first performed in what year? 1907. A Night at the Opera is a Marx Brothers movie that came out in what year? 1944. Groucho Marx was born in 1890 and died in what year? 1977. How old is American singer-songwriter Richard Marx? 41. Get it within 25. You went outright if Richard Marks was a crow in Chicago, his place of birth. You would have to fly how many miles to reach Peoria, Peoria Illinois? 175. Time. Mm. Okay, okay, got the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Oh, yeah, Mo. Come on, oh, don't say anything, Mo. Can't hear me. Here what? Comes. What's wrong? What's the matter? What? Oh, hi, Pinkman. <laughs> Nothing's wrong. All right, Nothing's Mr. The Pinkman, matter. pick up the dice, roll them. Your handicap is 18. Whatever the number you roll, we will take off 18. Off the number 18, that will be your handicap for this afternoon. Here we go. Here it comes, ladies and gentlemen. <gasps> what do you got? Oh, yeah. An eight. All right. No, Not bad. Okay, no. Plus 10 on his handicap, folks. Here we go. 10 questions, including the crow question. Are you ready? Yes. All right. In three, two, one, begin. Ohio State University head football coach Urban Meyer has been placed on administrative leave. How old is Meyer? Uh, 46. As a head coach, Urban Meyer has won how many collegiate football championships? Four. Meyer once coached the mighty University of Florida Gators starting in what year? 2004. Speaking of the Gators, Jim Phillips received the Red Barber Award for Excellence in Broadcasting at the University of Florida in what year? 1968. Red Barber was a famous radio sports broadcaster who died in what year? Uh, 1956. The opera title, The Barber of Seville, was first performed in what year? 18. 1931. A Night at the Opera is a Marx Brothers movie that came out in what year? 1930. Groucho Marx was born in 1890 and died in what year? Uh, 1951. How old is American singer-songwriter Richard Marx? Uh, 71. Get it within 25, you went outright. If Richard Marx was a crow in Chicago, his place of birth, he would have to fly how many miles to reach Peoria, Illinois? 81. Time. Oh, boy. Mm. All right. Score the game. Either good fortune or bad luck. Oh, God. Uh, How old is Urban Meyer? Mark said. 54. And Pinkman. uh, 46. Right on the money, 54. Oh, Mark starts off with two points. Urban Meyer, as a coach, has won how many collegiate football championships? Mark said. Three. And Pinkman. One upped him at four. Right on the money. Three. Ah! It's Damn four it. to nothing. Big fan, are you? Meyer once coached the mighty University of Florida Gators starting in what year, Mark said? 2006. Pinkman. 2004. 2005. Ah, oh, you split it. You each get a point. Damn it. Speaking of the Gators, Jim Phillips, of course, received the uh, prestigious Red Barber Award for Excellence in Broadcasting Woo. at the University of Florida in what year, Mark said? 75. Pinkman. 68. 1970. Oh. Pinkman gets another. Red Barber, a famous radio sports broadcaster who died in what year, Mark said? 47. Pinkman. 56. 92. Pinkman gets another. The opera title, The Barber of Seville, first performed in what year, Mark said? 1907. And Pinkman. 1831. 1816. Pinkman gets another. Four to go. A Night at the Opera is a Marx Brothers movie that came out in what year, Mark said? 44. Pinkman. 30. 19. 35. I think it's tied up. Five all. Three to go. Groucho Marx, born in 1890, but died in what year? Mark said. 77. Pinkman. 51. Right on the money. 19. 77. It's 7 to 5. Mark's in the lead. How old is American singer-songwriter Richard Marx? Mark said. 41. Pinkman. 71. 54. Mark is ahead now. 8 to 5. Get it within 25. You win outright. Here's your chance, Pinky. If Richard Marks was a crow in Chicago, his place of birth, he would have to fly how many miles to reach Peoria, Illinois? Mark said. 175. And Pinkman. 81. As a matter of fact, if Richard Marks was a crow, he'd have to flap his wings in Chicago and in order to reach Peoria, fly a total of 
167 miles. Oh, Mark is Dang within it. 10 or whatever. He's eight eight away. Con- uh, so, yeah, Mark wins it on the Crow Question. Congratulations, Mark. You'll get that card and good fortune for the rest of your life. Mm. Thanks for playing that bonus round of Closest to the Pin. Remember, Sorry, clothes Pinky. only counts in horseshoes. Oh, well. He hates to lose on the Crow Question. And Closest to the Pin. I hate to lose in general. Period, yeah, I know. How was a Cirque de Skate or whatever it was last night? The ice it was capades. really good. Yeah, uh-huh. They did backflips on ice. Did they really? No, you would. The jump barrels? Uh, they had ramps set up, and they did this whole thing that looked like a pinball game. It was really cool. And a guy juggled about 10 different balls, bouncing them off the ice while skating around. No kidding. Mm. Yeah, can you believe that? No, I can't. Sounds pretty it's impressive. hard to believe if you didn't see it, I'd say. You don't know how to juggle, do you? No. I can teach you how to sh- juggle, not that, but I can teach you how to juggle three. Okay, deal. Don't Don't listen to him. He was going to teach me how to play dominoes. We played once, and then he quit. Mm. It's easy. I don't. Th- I think you were confused. <laughs> by the, About dominoes? By the dots. I think yeah, the dots well, confused you. They really did throw me off. A little dyslexic when it comes to dots. <laughs> on a, How is that possible? I can teach you how to juggle. Can a five connect to a six? I didn't know. Deal. I'll take your class. How much? I'll do it for free. I can teach you. All right. Teach in, in an afternoon. Ten minutes. Yeah. Oh, easy. Oh, that's a good deal. Just the basics, and then you just all of a sudden you get it. I'll let you teach me if you accept Labor Day for uh, whatever. I'm not going there. I'm yeah. not even going there. I'll teach you how to juggle. That doesn't have anything to do with making the bets. If you want to learn how to juggle, I'll teach you the right. basics of juggling. Oh boy. Let me get my tuition together. I'll let you know. I might even have something in the office to juggle with. Yeah. Like Bean those, bags are yeah, the best. Yeah, that's the best. Mm-hmm. Nice weight, easy to catch. Yeah, and if they fall, they just stop. They don't. Then, you know, they'll roll off. Someplace. Oh, they're not Go running around. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. true. Jack and uh, his audio file upcoming next. Don't forget, we'll talk with Pat Clark in a bit. It's the Phillips file on Real Radio one hundred four point one. Spanning the world wide web to bring you the constant variety of sound. The thrill of victory. I consider myself the luckiest man on the face of the earth. And the agony of defeat. Chicken Tetrazzini. The sound of human drama captured in a world where everything is recorded. It's time to hear what's in Jack's audio file. Don't forget, Pat Clark and sports in about 20 minutes. Time for Jack's audio file. Oh, Jim, let's uh, take a quick look at what's going on around the interwebs uh, this afternoon. And uh, it was a ceremony yesterday in Honolulu. The vice president welcomed home uh, what we we believe to be soldiers from the Korean War. And so uh, Mike Pence was there to receive um, the remains of 55 soldiers that fought in that conflict so long ago. Here is Vice President Pence. Some have called the Korean War the Forgotten War. But today, we prove these heroes were never forgotten. Our boys are coming home. The uh, It was an honorable carry ceremony held at Joint Base at Pearl Harbor uh, and Pearl Harbor and Hickman, and uh, it's the, so what we have to do now is they have to send them to a forensic lab because they want to see if they can identify them, but also they must confirm that they are human remains because this comes from North Korea. Last time there were like animals. North Korea has had problems returning remains in the past. It was in 2011. Left over some dog soup. Well, well, the remains of a British fighter pilot turned out mm. to be bones belonging to a dead animal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Hey, you can't trust so, it. It's not right. U.S. officials say they believe these remains to be genuine. 
um, but they are going to be going undergoing forensics testing in Hawaii. We don't know who will come off these planes today, but we do know they are heroes all. There are still an estimated 7,700 U.S. soldiers missing from the Korean War. Mm -hmm. More than 5,000 of them believed to be in North Korea. So uh, Vice President Pence went on to say the uh, recovering them will uh, the effort to recover them will continue. Pence. The religious scary. zealots. Yeah, a little scary to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jim, uh, well, the closest U.S. state to Hawaii is anyone? Anyone? California. That's what I would guess. No. Alaska. Ca- no. Ooh, I think California. No. Well, I don't know. I think California. Yeah, California's close. Oh, I thought you knew oh, the totally answer. Broadly. Yeah, California. It's totally brutally. Oh, Listen to you. California. Uh huh. California. No doubt about it. Mm-mm. You know where things are burning. Oh, that's sad. Here is California Governor Jerry Brown painting a rosy picture of California's future. This is serious. Uh, fires are now a more part of our of our ordinary experience. Uh, the predictions that things would get drier and hotter uh, are occurring, and that will continue. Oh, well, so maybe not uh, rosier, but uh, with a drier, hotter conditions as global warming continues, the risk of wildfire increases. And uh, so they they are seeing more dramatic, bigger fires earlier in the season. We're only uh, at the beginning of August. We've been seeing extreme fire conditions early in the year. In past decades, we may have seen a fire like we're seeing now in August or September. We are routinely seeing fires reach 100,000 acres several times in one month. Yeah. That sounds awful. Thousands of firefighters, hundreds of thousands of people evacuated, or dozens of thousands. Scary. Uh... So, but did he say it's only the beginning of August? It is the beginning of August. Only the second. I can't believe it. It's really so soon. Stop it. From Jimmy Kimmel last night. Oh, what? It's a compilation Ooh. of newscasters. Ooh. It's not a who said it best. Oh, oh come rats. on. But I have one of those for you, too. Oh, well, it's hard to believe that it's already August. It's hard to believe it's already August. Can you believe August is here already? <laughs> uh, it's August already. We're already in August. Can you believe it? Can you believe it's August already? Cannot believe it's August already. <laughs> I cannot believe it's August already. First of August, I can't believe it. It's August already. Can you believe it's already August? I just can't believe it's already August. Can you believe it? We're already in August. August. Yeah. Yeah. Oh boy. August already. Fatal September. <laughs> That's what Jimmy Kimmel went on to say. You can actually see the vi- so they I have think videos. I said that yesterday too. And it's local <laughs> I news. Think I did. It's I did. all different local news outlets. You can see if you recognize any of those people. I didn't see any Orlando people in it. The videos posted on our website, realradio.fm. Click on shows, the Phillips file. That video is there. Uh, other ones as well. Oh, this video is there as well. It's okay. Oh boy. Someone at a party singing. You know the singer. Okay. It's karaoke singing a David Bowie song. See if you can guess who it is. The video of this singer is also posted at realradio.fm. Oh. Click on the Phillips file. Was I right? Uh, at no, a party no. to promote his new Netflix movie, oh, it wasn't Live Ceiling. Father. Oh, Kelsey Grammer. Damn it. That's jumped on stage, performed David Bowie's Let's Dance. He sounds like Ceiling. So that's Kelsey Grammer. Uh, 
props to Kelsey Grammer for doing it and giving it his all. Got out of What'd his you range. tell me? C-Lane <laughs> sings a lot better than that. Oh, but people well. don't know the C and C-Lane stands for Kelsey. Yes. No. Oh, that's a K. Kelsey Lane. Oh, no. <laughs> what I will say is that you gave me that advice early. If you're going to do, do something goofy, yeah. go in with 100%. And yeah. you or did t- it, and that has paid dividends for you. That is true. Remember when you did your roast routine? Mm-hmm. You did that at 110%. That's true. For Camp yeah. Meyer, yeah. Great job. Uh, so, Jim, you mentioned the late night trio, or we did. We're throwing some new names at you. All right. Okay, you've often mentioned, hey, what about Samantha B? Samantha B. So I got Samantha B. No, uh, never Seth watched Myers it. and Trevor Noah. Okay? Trevor. 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 Trevor sign here, Trevor. Uh, the late night trio on the topic. Trump saying that people need an ID to buy groceries. Were you aware of that? Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah. So here, this is the fun they had with that. The president held a rally last night where he showed that unlike those coastal elites, he knows what everyday Americans are going through. You know, if you go out and you want to buy groceries, you need a picture on a card. You need ID. He thinks they card you at the grocery store. It might clear things up if you know that the grocery store is South Florida's top gentleman's club. At a rally in Florida last night, President Trump falsely claimed that photo ID is required to buy groceries in the United States. Dude, what you eating for dinner? Rental cars? <laughs> you know, if you go out and you want to buy groceries, you need a picture on a card. You need ID. Something tells me this guy has never been grocery shopping. Jim? Yeah, give it to Seth Myers. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, we'll give it to Seth Myers. Agreed. I bet she's never been in a grocery store unless he had to do it, you know, either campaigning or whatever. You think no, that he's ever pushed a cart around a grocery store? Absolutely no. not. No, no, he's no, ever no, no, been no. in a grocery Absolutely store, a bodega, not. convenience store? Absolutely yes. not. No, sir. Mm-mm. Grew up in New York, you know, richie rich kid. I mean, I stopped the, lo- uh, the limousine and ran into a bodega uh, nope. to get some mm-hmm. sucrets or something? Never. No way. Tic Tacs? Absolutely not. He's very concerned with Tic Tacs, but I don't think he he bought them. I don't think he's ever been in one of those stores. No, I don't think so. So mm-mm. we had that discussion. <laughs> when I heard this uh, grocery store, you know, uh, claptrap, my husband and I asked each other the same thing. Ever been in a, He's ever been in a store? We no. sort of have this, like, rock, paper, scissors. No. And we, we decided no. Yeah, you think he goes into a shoe store and tries on shoes? No. You got no if I had that kind of money. Well, I don't know if he has that kind of money. Unless it's Russian money. Oh, boy. He's probably got custom-made shoes. You want to do a fast game? I got sure. time for a fast game. Oh, fast yeah. game. Jim, I want you, it's a speed game. I want you to answer quickly, okay? Yeah, here we go. What? It's now time for everybody's favorite game. Is it a new Netflix show? Oh, yeah. Is it a go. new Netflix jo- uh, show? So, Jim, here we go. Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Sabrina the Teenage Witch reboot. Uh, yes. Ooh, good start. White Lines. No, it's not. Oh. It is. It is. My Pet Sloth. No. <laughs> the Kaminsky Method. Yes. Yes. Ooh. <laughs> Two Girls and a Cheese Wheel. Yes. Yes. <laughs> what <about that? laughs> it sounds funny. Get Gotten. Yes. Damn it. What does that mean? The Good Cop. Yes. <laughs> Salt, fat, acid, heat. Yes. Yes. Oh. 
Seinfeld the reboot. No. No. And that's it. Yeah, uh, I did all right. Yeah, you didn't do too badly. Not too many buzzers. But, Jim, let's just leave you on a note. You can see the video at realradio.fm. Click on the Phillips file. Kelsey Grammer, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Gets me too every time. <laughs> Good job, Jack. Thank you very much. Pat Clark and Sports Upcoming on Real Radio 104.1. Check out the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. An Ohio judge was so annoyed by the defendant that he demanded deputies tape the man's mouth shut. Ah. Taking care of contempt of court the old-fashioned way. Next, parents are now hiring Fortnite coaches for their kids. When the hell did the nerds become the jocks? A true sign of the end times. Finally, an English couple is looking for a videographer to film their late-night wedding night activities if you catch my drift. I sure hope they're offering this person hazard pay. Sounds like they're in for one hell of a night. Headlines were brought to you by Filatowski I Institute. Go to myvisionfreedom.com. End transmission. Bring the world a little joy. Simply contact the special number 407-916-1041. Toll free 888-978-1041. Real Radio. 104.1. From You're listening to The Phillips File. Phillips file for a Thursday. Every Thursday at this time, we talk with Pat Clark, who handles sports over at Channel 2 WESH, WESH 2 in Orlando. Without further ado, please welcome Pat Clark back to the program. Hello, Patrick. James, how are you? I'm doing very well. As a matter of fact, I'll get into this later, but I want you to know you're going to be in Iowa for a while, aren't you, over the course of the next two weeks? I actually am. You're going to be at the, Um, you're going to the state fair? I just told Pinkman that, uh, yes, my sisters and I are going to the State Fair, and I've already <laughs> alerted the State Fair that they're coming. Mm-hmm. Because um, I have I have a list of the new fair foods, uh, the, honest to goodness, new fair foods at the uh, Iowa State Fair, and what we're going to do at the end of the uh, our bit with you, each, and, each one of us will pick at least one of these new foods, oh, yes. and we would like you or your sisters to try it out and then have a review when you come back. Please. Well, with my sisters, it's a slam dunk. That's easy with them. <laughs> that yeah. is so rude. All right, so we'll Seriously. each pick one and right. then uh, let you know. Let me get to the heart of the matter. The big uh, sports story, of course, is Urban Meyer at Ohio State University, former head coach of the mighty fighting Florida Gators. Is he through? Is it over with for uh, Urban Meyer? Well, all, all signs are, are pointing that way. Uh, when you put someone on paid administrative leave, then it's never a good thing. Mm-hmm. But if you, if, if you delve deep into Brett Mc, uh, McMurphy's reporting on this, you did a terrific job. I mean, the more you read, the more you're convinced that Urban Meyer had to know about that domestic uh, violence issue in 2015 uh, by one of the, the coaches who then was on his staff, a coach who was fired early last week. And this, by the way, James, I don't know how much you've talked about it, but it dates all the way back to his days as head coach at the University of Florida 
when Zach Smith, who is this uh, ex-coach, uh, was on his staff there as well. And that's when all of this began coming to light. He was aware. He and his wife were aware of uh, the abuse back then. They got involved in it. So it's clear that he knew of Zach Smith's history in this. Uh, what's unclear at this point, uh, just based on what he said to the Big Ten media last week, is that he did not know about the 2015 incident and actually intimated that someone had made up a story. Mm. There are text mm. messages that would seem to prove uh, quite the opposite. When do you think that happens? I mean, it's always the, you know, as they said during Nixon and Watergate, it's always the cover-up. It's, you know, if you say, geez, I knew about it, so, you know, I knew about it, I made a mistake, really? you know, this, but you know, it's always this cover-up. It's always cover your ass, and it never, seems never to work out very well. Well, it's, it's, and there's an important element to this story, too, that maybe some folks don't know. Zach Smith is the grandson of Earl Bruce, who was a, a great college football coach in his own right, a former Ohio State coach who took Urban Meyer under his wing when Urban was young mm-hmm. and just getting into the coaching game. So they were very, very tight. So it's possible that because of that, Urban felt a tie and perhaps an allegiance to Zach Smith that might not otherwise have been there. Uh, all that matters now is the truth, James, and you know that, and it's going to come out. We're going to find this out. Right. And just based on all of the the talking heads mm-hmm. and the pundits, uh, what you read and what you've heard today is uh, there isn't anyone. I haven't heard anyone uh, say that they believe that Urban Meyer will still be the head coach of this team once the season begins here in just a matter of weeks. But you know how football – I shouldn't say all. Some football people are, you know, they're, they, they, they're, they're rabid. And he's had a pretty good career at Ohio State. I'm just wondering whether at Ohio State itself, whether there's chatter. It's usually among students and alumni, of course, that, hey, uh, we don't know. It's usually we, uh, we don't know all the facts and, uh, you know. They may be content to look the other way because yeah, he's wonder. been so successful. But there's, it's, well, a new, you know it's, a new, it's a new era when it comes to, thank goodness, when it comes to this kind of stuff. And yes, the uh, rules are different now. Yeah. Uh, I'm wondering if, if, if two or three years ago we would be having this same conversation, but, but everyone now mm-hmm. is being mm-hmm. held accountable. And, and, oh, by the way, we haven't even talked about, you know, he just signed a new contract in April that pays him $7.6 million this year. Jesus. Now, it's, it's true that if he were fired without cause, okay, uh, without cause meaning, in this case, Ohio State just decided they didn't want him around anymore or because he was losing games, then the school would owe him $38 million in that buyout. $38 million. But if they fire him with cause, as you know, James, they wouldn't owe him a penny. Uh, yeah, I wonder whether it's, it is. It's, it's possible that he and the school may be negotiating yeah. something in the middle, some kind of a buyout right now, and, and we'll find out more as the days go on. You know, I have to say, and maybe this is mean of me, but it just seems odd, especially if he is, well, we know he's culpable. Well, we don't know that he's culpable, but if he is, that he's being paid to be on an administrative leave right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, part of me actually wants him to be at practice, and part of me wants him to be at the Ohio State Media Day and actually face the media and have right. to answer these questions right. right now. But, of course, that wouldn't do any good for the football team, so maybe it's best that they're doing it this way. But it just doesn't 
it doesn't look good for Urban Meyer right now. Yeah, I just wondered, you know, if media days and he does this, you know, does the full mea culpa. I mean, even admitting, say, look, you know, I, I don't know what got into me. And, uh, you know, it, you know, I have this relationship with uh, this person, that person. And I just made some major errors in judgment. But, the, you know, sometimes that works. Um, I, I don't know in this particular <clears throat> particular case. Uh, what what will happen? You know, I uh, one wonders whether in some of these contracts, you know, you have a morals clause, so to speak, and uh, it would be refreshing. To, be refre- well, be refreshing to a certain degree of Ohio State said, "Look, bub, you know, you lied through your teeth. You covered up something. We're not going to pay you one red cent. You're mm-hmm. out of here. Goodbye. You know, you want to see us in court? We'll go to court, but we're not going to negotiate a you know something in the middle. Goodbye. See you right. later. Don't let the door hit you on the on the backside it's, on the way out. Um, right." Yeah, and I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, James, but not only is there a morals clause, there's a Title IX clause in his new contract. Yeah, This is a clause that requires him to report. Uh, and in fact, I'm going to read this to you. Failure to by coach to promptly report uh, uh, sexual harassment, sexual assault, sexual es- exploitation that involve any student, faculty, or staff is wrong. Known violation shall mean a violation or an allegation of a violation of Title IX that coach is aware of. So if they can prove that he did know this, uh, that clause right there uh, might be grounds for firing with cause. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's too bad. I mean, it's too bad for Ohio State because the Buckeyes were going to be, and maybe still will be, with or without him, one of the best teams in the nation. This guy's won 85% of his games as a college head coach. He's arguably the second best active head coach behind uh, Nick Saban, but he has all of these things, off-field issues that have haunted him, Mm -hmm. dating all the way back to James. He had 31 players arrested during his tenure at Florida. Mm. And we all know the story about Aaron Hernandez. I mean, he effectively looked the other way when all of that was going on as well. So, I don't know. It's, It's too bad we're talking about this at a time when, we should be talking about uh, how great it is that the new college football season is happening. Florida had their media day today, James. Yeah. And, and Dan Mullen is standing up there. Dan Mullen, a former assistant for what, Meyer. What's he had to play. say? Because he's got troubles of his own with some of his players. Yes, he does. Um, well, what's he going to say with regard to Urban Meyer? You know, fire the guy. Uh, he danced around it pretty well. But he knew that the questions were coming. Right. And again, he's, you know... It, it, Florida should be thinking about trying to be better than four and seven a year ago. Thank he shouldn't you. have to be answering these questions and already. You're right. He's got problems with his own players. It's just we've talked about it before, though, haven't we? Yeah, we Some have. Of these guys have their hands held from the time they're like freshmen in high school. No one has told them to grow up. You anyway, sound so exasperated. Yeah. Let me uh, move on to uh, the MLS uh, All Star Game was in Atlanta last night. And it's coming to Orlando next year, yep. and uh, this is a good thing. I or a, I think it's a great thing. I don't. I think this is a lot different than the Pro Bowl coming to Orlando. But even the Pro Bowl, where you go, geez, it's going to be half baked football. But at least it's a party. I mean, it's an economic. Uh, in, you know, it helps the economic engine of uh, Central Florida, especially you know if you're surrounded by a week worth of activities or five days worth of activities. This is. Uh, th- I think it'll be a lot of fun. I think so, too. But it is like the Pro Bowl in a lot of ways, because I think the Pro Bowl, I think the events prior to the actual Pro Bowl game are fun. 
The NFL does a lot of really right. good things. It's just too bad that all of them are happening. And don't this is going to sound wrong. I'm going to say it's bad that most of them are happening down at Disney. It's just hard to get to Disney for a lot of people. But Disney does a terrific job. Actually, the NFL comes over and effectively comes in and effectively takes over down there at Disney. But the MLS thing is going to be a lot like that. And this is just the MLS, James, as you know, making good on a promise that they made to Orlando City. Right. When Orlando City came into the league in 2015, MLS said, you get that new stadium built, and we will bring an all-star game to it, which which they are now going to do. So it's, it's, it's a good thing. But I'll tell you, and I watched the game last night, I was no more interested in watching the MLS all-star game than I am in watching the Pro Bowl. They're just they're they're both exhibitions, and it, you know, yeah. well, how competitive are you going to be? But you still get some of the best players in the world playing on the same pitch at the same time, and that's really what this is yeah, all it's about. A, it's a it's a party, and you see some you see some of these players. But the fact of the matter, the All Stars are in the middle of uh, of, of their season, or right. or the last third of their season. They don't want to get injured. A lot of these players that I'm in and 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 the international team. From one of the big leagues, whether it's EPL, Juventus, uh, Bundesliga, those guys are just a couple of weeks away f- from the start of their season, and they're not going to go out there full bore playing against MLS All Stars and ripping up their uh, you know ripping up their knee, you know, as they get exactly. ready for the start of their season. It's just not going to happen. Of course, exactly. Not. Yeah, but it's a good thing. You're right. It's a good thing that we're going to get it next year, yeah. and you know oh. who knows? We, we we put on a good show next year, and they'll bring it back here in a few years after that. Let's move on to the Iowa hey, State. By the way, I, I hate uh, to interrupt again, but I, I saw someone sent me something yesterday. And yeah. What is it? Uh, Orlando Weekly? Yes. The, is it a newspaper or a magazine? It's a or weekly. Something? It's a weekly it's newspaper. It's a weekly newspaper. Like a best, uh, and not only is your, your show one of the uh, apparently nominees for best radio show, yeah. but I think someone told me that, James, you are listed as a nominee for. Uh, a, a best a big shot in town. I've won that plenty of times. I've won so many years. You <laughs> know, ah, I, I appreciate the uh, the attention, but you know, I look. I've won. <laughs> Can you imagine? I'll tell you the truth. Awesome. This, this this is the truth. I mean, and I'm not trying to polish my own apple, but when I was a reporter, I, I won awards from the Associated Press. I won awards awards from United Press International. The plaques. I get things from the then Orlando Press Club. You know, and I tell my wife, what do we do with it? I don't care for these things. I don't hang them on the wall. I have no, no interest in these. Mm-hmm. They're, only, they're, they're only good for, if you're having a cocktail party, is to put slices of cheese and crackers on them, you know, and, as a platter. Oh. And uh, I said, just get rid of them. She will not get rid of them. It's nice. It doesn't but, mean anything to you, right? It, it really doesn't. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a nice to get the attention, but uh, I, I, I don't campaign for these things mm-hmm. like so many other people in the business do. Now, he's only saying this, Pat, because voting has now ended, I believe. So, uh, oh, has it? Yeah. If I win, I win. <laughs> I, I usually lose to, uh, to Johnny, you know, down oh, the Johnny's hall. Oh, Johnny's house, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Johnny's house. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but, you know... My, my life doesn't depend but, but, on you know, it. Winning a UPI award is so much different than winning a Big Shot award. Oh, you're the I mean, big shot. Yeah, people yeah. can claim that they were voted best Big Shot in town. Crying out loud. He likes the name Big awesome. Shot, I think, yeah. yeah. Well, you know I'm a Big Shot. I don't need to get some, you know, somebody to... I know what I am. 
<laughs> I am what I am. All right, hold on, because I only got a couple of minutes. Here we go. We're going to pick one food. These really, This really is new food available, 2018 new food, new fair foods at the Iowa State Fair. It's known for fun, interesting, and delicious food each year. A list of new culinary adventures from sweet to salty to uh, strange and tasty are announced. Pat Clark will be up that way along with his uh, his sisters. They will be going to the fair like they do every year. They check out the butter cow. All right, among the new fair foods, Pat Clark, I will pick one. You or your sisters have to check it out and report back when are you, you get back. Are you writing this down? Here you go. Write it down. Yeah, let me get a pen. Hang on. Oh, he's got to write it down. All right. All right, go ahead. All right, my choice is the beef burnt ends. This is cubed brisket, <laughs> slightly charred and glazed with a light and tasty Kansas City barbecue sauce. It's garnished with sweet and spicy pickles. Mm. It's get the burnt beef ends. It's thirteen dollars. Oh, it's a lot. At Diamond Jacks, mm-hmm. thirteen dollars at Diamond Jacks. The beef burnt ends. All right, Mo, what do you okay, got? Okay, I have chosen for you. Uh, it's actually mm-hmm. uh, one of the best new food finalists. Uh, it's called an apple egg roll. Yeah. It's an egg roll wrapped with apple pie filling, sprinkled with cinnamon sugar, can be dipped in caramel. Oh, my get, God. You're going to get this for five <laughs> bucks at the at any Appalachia stand, including the one at East Canopy Culture Center Courtyard or on the northwest corner of Walnut <laughs> Square. Ooh. All right. Appalicious, huh? Yeah. yeah. It's the a- apple any Appalicious. The apple egg roll. The so apple egg roll. I'm dying so, to know how so that is. So now you got the beef burnt ends and wow. the apple egg rolls. Jack, what yeah. do you have? Um, I don't have any menu here, so Pat, I just want you to get some fresh air and maybe a sip of water <laughs> in between this. All right, Come I'll on. pick for Jack. I want you to tra- to try the uh, toasted turkey bomber. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Four juicy Italian seasoned deep fried turkey meatballs simmered in marinara sauce, nestled in a hoagie bun. This is really mm, sounding sorry, good. Sounds, toasted sounds crisp and yeah. topped with bubbly melted mozzarella cheese. You can get the Toasted Turkey Bomber for $7 at the Turkey Grill located on the west side of the Riley stage. Sorry, oh. Pat. I tried to save your heart. All right. Oh, okay. Here we go. Pinkman, you got any options? Rube Dog. Oh, I the Rube. Eat that. A Rube Dog. I think What's... that's what it was called. You have? There's a Rube like Dog a, on like here. a Reuben sandwich on a hot dog? Yes. It's kind of, yeah. It's here it is. It's a Best New Deal contestant. The Rube Dog is a rich combination of chopped pastrami, tangy sauerkraut, and Thousand Island dressing oh, all melded good. together in a creamy cheese sauce and sensibly served on a nice soft bun. Get the Rube Dog for merely $4, Pat, at the Pickle Dog, D-A-W-G, located on the all north right. side of the walk on Triangle. Damn, I wish I was going with you. Mm-hmm. Right. I love Pat. Great. Bring some Tums. They always, yeah, they tums. always save a booth uh, for my sisters in the Budweiser tent. <laughs> they have their own, you know, they plop down there about three o'clock in the afternoon, and then finally someone tells them, "You got to go. We're shutting down for the night." <laughs> so they sit there from three in the afternoon until whatever they sh- like midnight. No, they're drinking beer, and then they yeah, and then they they <laughs> eat the food, and then mm-hmm. you know they they wait and they <laughs> belch, and then they start all over. No, that's ridiculous. Right, you got those Three written down? Right, you got it all you down. You have those written down? everything written down, yeah. All the right. the burnt ends, the egg rolls, the turkey bomber, the Reuben dog. I'm all over it. And they'll be all over it, too. Try <laughs> Okay, good. Well, we'll take your sister's opinion as well, of course. All right, have fun. Say hello to your sisters. So let us know when you get back, and uh, we'll start from there. Okay, buddy? You're the greatest, Jim. Thanks, buddy. Thank you. <laughs> Pat Clark handles sports over at Channel 2. <laughs> oh, W-E-S-H Channel 2. He didn't sound too excited about that. We gave him that. some homework there. He didn't like that. Yeah. Mm-mm.
I'm still looking for your. He's got to come back. I'm going to tell you exactly what's going to happen, James. I didn't have the opportunity to t- to, to taste test everything, everything but, but I, I did get right. I hear it. Did you get pork belly burnt ends or just beef? Beef burnt ends. I don't see beef. It's a, it's on the page uh, bottom of the page one. Oh, okay. oh there ends. it is. Yep, got sounds it. Sounds good. It does sound. All good. that food sounded pretty good, doesn't it? I'm starved. Can we get some ice cream sandwiches? That's today, National Ice Cream Sandwich Day. Eddie, pick some up on your way in. Oh, yeah. If there's a convenience store right across, don't get them and then drive in because they'd be, be melty. It's the Phillips <laughs> File on Real Radio 104.1. This season, you can hear Orlando City Soccer play on Real Radio 104.1 and FM 96.9 The Game. Go to realradio.fm slash soccer for the broadcast schedule and latest soccer news. Foods available at the Iowa State Fair, which is probably, I just have this feeling the Iowa State Fair is probably the best state fair around. Sounds like it's one of the biggest. Well, it's Iowa, you know, so they all come in from uh, East Bejip because there's not else to do in Iowa. Well, Well, I mean, they're out there with the soybeans and the corn and all that kind of stuff. You know, they work hard. And so uh, once a year, it's like a big doings, the Iowa State Fair. Can you blame them? Here's the honey sriracha cheese sticks. Savory, spicy, sweet product that combines the cheesy goodness of the classic mozzarella stick mm-hmm. with honey sriracha breading. Mm-hmm. You can get the honey sriracha cheese stick at Po' Boy on Rock Island Avenue, southwest of the Livestock <laughs> Pavilion. <laughs> this nice, one, huh? I kind of like this one, the, tain, the tiny tater. Jim, a tiny tater. They are mini whole potatoes that are boiled and deep fried, then added with butter, garlic, and Parmesan sauce. Mm. Oh, yeah. Mm-mm-mm. Lots of good stuff. This is yeah, the new food, best new fair foods at yeah. the Iowa State Fair. They have a lot of food on a stick. I put a lot of stars by some of that stuff. Check this out. Huh. Bacon pancake dippers. <laughs> what is board. that? This is uh, these are pancakes coated thick with thick cut coated with thick cut bacon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Grilled till golden brown and served with a side of syrup. You can find that at the bird's nest. <laughs> Which is near the Mid American Energy Stage. Now I'm starving. I'm late for my cardiologist appointment. Uh, Jack, you would like this chicken in a waffle on a stick. Sweet. Mm-hmm. Savory chicken, homestyle chicken, skewered and baked in a sweet Belgian waffle, served on a stick with syrup. Now that's everything you need in a good time, right there. And a stick. Is there any rule that fair food is supposed to kill you? Yeah. No. It's supposed to be delish. Uh, delicious. Don't say delicious. Uh, it gets delish. very agitated. Mm-hmm. Here's the Jamaican well, every, What's well, that? It's Jamaican jerk chicken. That sounds. But I guess it's a different pulled pulled jerk chicken, cilantro vinaigrette, cabbage slaw, fresh mango chunks, mm. habanero mango curry. That does sound good. Wrapped in a jalapeno cheddar wrap. This is Iowa. These people are probably they they. There's lots of healthy you know, things here, Jack. You know, when you're in Central Florida, you know what I mean? <laughs> no, you're I in Central some. Florida, you're near the theme parks. You're near, I mean, you're near all these culinary treats. Yeah, you're yeah. near iDrive. Mm-hmm. But in Iowa, you know, where they're eating, uh, you know, basically eating pork chops and dumplings, maybe. Chicken and dumplings <laughs> and pork chops. 
you know, they're going to the Iowa State Fair and they're just sampling all this great. I'm, I bet you half of these people are passed out by the time the day is over with. They have a ton of juices and coolers, Jack, that are very healthy. Mm. They blend up strawberries, pineapple, apples, lemons, and agave, or juices from celery, green apple, kiwi, pear, cucumber, spinach, and lime. All right, here you go, Jack, for All something healthy sweet stuff. for okay. dessert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got a cookie dough sundae. Oh, no. Cookie dough with sundae topping options include Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, Snickers, Butterfinger, M&M's, or warm uh, Ghirardelli chocolate. Mm. It's dipped in chocolate. You can find that at the, I don't know about this, on the outer perimeter of the Livestock Pavilion. Oof. I haven't eaten a thing since the start of the show, and I'm convinced I'm fatter. It's just <laughs> listening to this. They Good even stuff. have special beers. This is called Pickle Beer, a glorious light golden ale with a delightful tickle of pickle. <laughs> made exclusively for the bird's nest. Nice. 5.2% uh, alcohol by volume. Where do you find that? At the bird's nest, Jim. Oh, the bird's nest. Uh, Mid-American energy stage. Mm -hmm. I don't know about beer with pickle flavoring. That sounds kind of gross. Well, yeah. Probably has to undergo some taste test. Mm -mm. I don't know. Who's tasting that? The fair people. Mm -mm. Yeah. Before they allow it in. The butter cow sculptor. (laughs) They do have a butter cow, right? Isn't that like the standard? Every year. The gold standard of fair things? Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. They say it's good luck if you lick it. Ew, they don't let you lick it. Lick it. That's that's, that's a sanitary no. nightmare. No. All right, whatever. Don't believe me. Nope. Just wait till Pat calls back. Thank you, Upton it. Sinclair. <laughs> Ever read that? What the, was that? The, the, the jungle. jungle? Do you read that? Of course. I read excerpts from it in high school. Yeah, you won't eat, eat any hamburg for a while. <laughs> you become a reducitarian. <laughs> like you. Charlie Sheen I is, have, as oh. a matter of fact. I, yeah, yeah. I have a little bit. I'd like, huh? You had it until we had Beefy King, and then you started over. I did. I started over. Yeah. I did. I started over as a reducitarian. Reducitarian. Whatever day that was. You know was. what the hell's a yeah. reducitarian, Phillips? A reducitarian is, it's a coined word. I understand that. I didn't come up with it. It's uh, a reducitarian is a person who would like to cut back on their carbon footprint. Mm-hmm. And one way is to uh, cut back on the consumption of beef. That's your own little way of... <clears throat> Cutting back. And then we decided a Beefy King. Whoops. And then I decided, well, if I'm going to have Beefy King and then be a reducitarian, I better have two sandwiches. <laughs> That's right. Well. Which I did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you did. Locked up for about a day and All a half. Right. But, well, I mean, what you know, I'm just you saying. Off the bread or the no, it's beef? beef. It's oh. a beef. It's a lot of beef. It is a lot of beef. They, they were good, though. That was very good. They were really good. Jack's first time. Especially when you haven't had one for a while, mm-hmm. and you're thinking about it all day long. It was good. I shouldn't have had two. Mm. Oh, you're another one. I that shouldn't had have two. had two either. Well, I saw G- what Jim wrote, and I didn't know what to get. I figured Jim is an expert at Beefy King, so I just wrote same, and I drew an arrow to Jim's order. Mm. <laughs> all right. That is true. That's a hundred percent true. Those tots were good. Tots are good. Mm. Regular beef's good. I mean, it's a nice size too. You can get a large beef. Growing up, it's about the size of a whopper. I wasn't a huge fan of tater tots growing up. I maybe it's the kind we got. I don't I know. Think if it's it was, the way they cook them. All right, uh, I, I, there's something about how they cook them where they're just a little next level ish. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's Big Henry. Big Henry oh, has another favorite. major problem. What's happening, Big Henry? Oh no. What up, Jim? What's up, Mo? How you doing, brother? Hey. Look here, Jim. I got two. I got a major, major, major problem. But look here, Jim. You ever been to the Strawberry Festival in Plant City? Uh, many, many, many years ago, Big Henry. Oh my God, Jim! That big, that big. 
drumstick thing. Man, I had four of them. One day I had to get one to go. Man, that thing was so good. I didn't thought white folks know how to cook. Wait, yeah, what is it? Was good. What is it that you love so much? Big, big the turkey big leg. The big oh, drumstick. The big drumstick. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, turkey, yeah. turkey leg. Come on. Yeah. I had two of them before I knew it. I had to go get another one. Yeah. Then I had to go get another one, Jimbo. Well, that thing was good, dog. Yeah, it's good man, stuff. You put your little hot sauce on that thing, man. Uh-huh. Ooh, Lord, how much that. <laughs> but look here, Jimbo. Uh-oh. I, we had a family reunion at the crib, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Over here in Lake Neola. Yeah. And um, all the family get together and tell Tell me now, have you ever hit eye contact with a girl that you hit about 20 years ago and find out that was your cousin? No. no. <laughs> uh, Big Henry, I think I can safely say no. I can oh honestly say no, Big Henry. <laughs> but, but Jimbo, 15, 20 years ago, me and her used to hit it, kick it, everything. Find out Jimbo, she's my third cousin, dog. Third cousin. Third cousin she removed. My, yeah, that's, that's all I right. I think you're okay. It's third I think cousin. you're okay. Third, you start hitting on second, it's borderline. You had an ugly kid, then, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, your kids all have three uh, eyeballs uh, or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 Jill, let me ask you a question. Yeah. You and her in eye contact, right? You know what it was 20 years ago. Right. She's single, I'm single. Do we hit it again? No, don't do it. Oh, no. no I don't do it, no. <laughs> uh, don't do that, I'd Big stay Henry. away from that, Big uh, Henry. Don't do it. You had your fun, Big Henry. You had your fun. Yeah. You can not You can never go back and have that kind of fun again. It doesn't but, happen. But Jill, but, Jill, look at this right here. I'm about three fit, right? Yeah. Jill, she, she's so fine, Jim. And she don't win a bottle set, too. Damn, she looking good. <laughs> Damn. Stay Damn. away from that, Big Henry. No, Big Henry. Bad idea. Come on, you're a player, Big Henry. You don't need to do that. You need to be, you don't, don't be Just hitting on your cousins anymore. stick around with your wife and your <laughs> friends and whatever. Let's, oh, no, damn, damn, damn. Oh. I'm thinking you would be different 20 years uh, ago. Go, go back to Plant up. City and get yourself another turkey leg, Big Henry. One triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Big Henry, oh, big fan of the file. Surprised he didn't say his, big Henry. his friend had a thing with his third cousin. Big Henry's Norman. a he's a big man. He's three fifty now. Mm-hmm. That's three fifty. There's yeah. more to love. That's yeah. all. Lots of loving. You yeah. don't want to mess with that guy though. He seems very sweet and emotional too. It's very good. Yeah, I think he's got. I think he's got the. I think he's got the way with women. He's got I think the fever. He's a yeah. sweet talking man. Uh-uh. It's a Phillips file on Real Radio one hundred four point one. Want to play a game? Call now for closest to the pin 407-916-1041. From. And now the Phillips file presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all gonna get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is closest to the pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips! Time to saddle up, pilgrims. Time for that regular round of closest to the pin. I'm playing against Addison with Mark as the backup. Mr. Pink what is the prize? We have a pair of tickets to Monster Jam Triple Threat Series at the Amway Center on August 18th. You can buy tickets now. Just go to realradio.fm keyword events for more info. Thank you very much, Mr. Pinkman. Yeah, Great prize go. on the line and a player in the shoe. Hello, Addison. Ready to play? Yes, I am. How's it going, Paul? It's going well here. We have a game for you. It was uh, sent to us by Brad co-producer for all gaming it's called from one to 2001 movies by the numbers 
Okay, so it's questions about movies with numbers in their titles. Shouldn't be too tough for you. You ready to go? I'm ready. All right, we're going to reset the clock for you. Get this game underway in three, two, one. The number one on most people's lists, how many Oscars for One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest? Eight. As you can tell by its title, Ocean's Eleven had a lot of stars. What was its budget? Two hundred million. Sixteen Candles is one of those cutesy John Hughes movies of the eighties. Unfortunately, he died at a relatively young age in two thousand and nine. How old was he? Uh, Forty-five. Call me crazy, but Catch Twenty Two had a who's who cast from top to bottom. In what year was it released? Nineteen ninety-eight. Enough said. 2001, A Space Odyssey is rated in the top 100 films of all time. How many minutes of its 149-minute runtime is dialogue-free? 132. <laughs> so you're oh, saying, wait, I, I just, no, right. you're saying all but 15 minutes has no There's dialogue. no dialogue? Okay. We're putting you on hold there, Addison. Don't yell at my friend, Addison. That's a great name. It's a crazy guest. I mean, well, anyway. Oh, you. We don't want to talk too much about it because Jim is making his way back into the studio. He cannot hear neither you nor I, Josh. But now True. he has his headphones he's on. He's got it. And he's ready to go. Hello, Jim. Ready to rock and roll. Have a category for go you roll, submitted Jim. by Brad. Yep. Ready to go? What is it? Okay, we're going to reset the clock and begin in three, <laughs> two, oh. Yeah, I'll tell you the name of the category. Okay. It's from 1 to 2001. I don't know what that means. Movies by the numbers. I don't know what that means. Questions about movies with numbers in the titles. Okay. Now, do you have enough information? I do. Let's do this then, mm -hmm. shall we? Mm. Then reset the clock and begin in 3, 2, and 1. It's number 1 on most people's list. How many Oscars for One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest? Eight. As you can tell by its title, Ocean's Eleven had a lot of stars. What was its budget? Uh, $125 million. Sixteen Candles was one of those cutesy John Hughes movies yeah. of the 80s. Unfortunately, he died at a relatively young age in 2009. How old was he? 52. Call Me Crazy, but Catch-22 had a who's who cast from top to bottom. Mm -hmm. And what year was it released? 1970. Enough said, 2001 A Space Odyssey is rated in the top 100 films of all time. How many minutes of its 149-minute runtime is dialogue-free? 118. 119. 118. He said 118. 118, sorry. He said 118. Sorry, 118. 118. Now, Jim, I have your time. Yeah. However, I'm going to have to add five seconds to it. That's okay. What? It's I can, a I can deal with it. You sure? Yeah. All right. You want to add any time? I don't think so. You want to play against... I mean, you are playing against Addison. You don't have a choice there. You're stuck with Addison. Yeah. And he's stuck with you. Oh. Let's see how it plays uh, score out. It. How does Let's this sticky part go? Let's see. Uh-huh. Many extras were authentically mentally challenged patients in the movie One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Uh, one of the producers, Michael Douglas. How many Oscars for the film... Interestingly enough, Jack, they both said eight. How about that? The answer? Five. Ooh. They, they both each get a point. A point yeah. Still, mm -hmm. that's wins. That's a lot of Oscars mm -hmm. for one movie. That's true. Ocean's Eleven. Um, I get lost with all these Ocean's movies. Yeah, right. I know we had the Sinatra version, then the Clooney run, and then the, the ladies took a turn at it. 
Mm-hmm. Ocean's Eleven had a lot of stars. The budget for that movie was what? Addison said. $200 million. Ooh, Jim. 125 Yeah, $85 million. Jim will get that point. $85 million to make that Jim movie. Jim takes the lead. He does. Okay. You're so talking 11... about yourself in third person. That's weird. Wait. Ocean's 11, 12, and 13. That was a Clooney run. Ocean's 8. I take the lead. Mm-hmm. Okay. Better. Yeah, better. I like hey. Jim. No, no, no. Mm. How about, uh, how about uh, Jim the Weasel takes the lead? Oh, what? 16 Candles, you know, the John Hughes movie. It was a good movie. He had a, yeah. good, he had a lot of good movies. Died mm-hmm. relatively young. Last mm-hmm. night, I believe. Uh, no, mm-hmm. it was 2009. How old was he, though? Addison said. When he died, he was 45. <gasps> Jim? 52. 59. Jim gets the point. It's 3 to 1. Wow. John Hughes also made Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, The Breakfast Club, and Ferris Bueller's Day Off. All right. How Bueller? about Catch-22? Catch-22. Buck Henry as Lieutenant Colonel Korn. Bob Newhart as Major General... Uh, no, as Major, Major, Major. And uh, I've never seen the movie. Catch-22, what read year? Ad- no. Everybody's read... Yes, you have. You yeah, have everybody's read, read the book. Everybody's read everybody's it. It read was the assigned book. to everyone. I thought everyone... Yeah, you should have went to a different school. Oh, gone. Yeah. No, it's gone. I'll go to a different school. What's on a reading list, I thought, forever, Right. Catch-22? Yeah, but that doesn't mean you have to read it. You often get options. Next thing you tell me, I was supposed to read Catcher in the Rye. Bet you were. J.D. Salinger points. Anyway. You didn't have to. You should have. Well, I did, but it wasn't assigned in school. Well, you caught up late. That's okay. Well, you read it. Yeah, whatever. Catch-22. All right, where are we now? What year for Catch-22? Addison said. 98. (gasps) Jim. 70. 1970 on the dot. 5-1. Jim Ah, wins the ah, game. ah. However, let's see if Addison can pick up a point here. Unlikely. Nope. Um, Okay, so 2001 is Space Odyssey. Uh, Hal the Robot, Dave the Astronaut. Right. The two of them. Mm. A lot of movie. 149 minutes of movie. Mm -hmm. That's over two hours, Mo. Mm -hmm. Almost two and a half. I did the math. Okay. Out of that 149 minutes... How many minutes has no dialogue? No dialogue, yeah, no dialogue. Addison said. He said, uh, 132 minutes. Jim said. 119. minutes. Jim okay, gets a point. Jim yep. wins 6-1. Sorry, Addison. That's the way it goes. I'm the champion. I am the greatest. I will win, I can't lose. Remember, close only counts in horseshoes, hand grenades, and closest to the pin. I win. Is there no one on this planet to even challenge me? That's my win-loss record. 78-29. Only 29 losses since the beginning of the year. What? I watched the... Is it The Quiet Place or A Quiet Place, the yes. movie? A Quiet Place. Yeah. Oh, I liked it. Did you watch it? Oh, boy. Is it on pay-per-view or what? Oh, yeah. boy. Okay. But I watched it. But I watched it in faster time. Oh. Why? <laughs> You couldn't let the suspense build? That, and... that, that's Because I only had a certain amount of time to watch the movie. It doesn't count. Why does it count? You're not going to like it You're not getting the, the experience of the, the way you're supposed to. The, the way... You're probably right. Yeah. But I, you know. You don't care. No, it's, mm. you know, and then at the end, it was just this, you know, it was interesting. It's a kind of a different plot line. I have to agree with that. But then, you know, the alien, it's the same. You didn't old, care about the, the people because you didn't the aliens, watch the movie. Looked at, you know, they always like... <laughs> That's they true. got mucus and big sharp teeth. Yeah, it's and they looked a lot like the the creature from Stranger Things. Yeah, or, um, or the, you know the or, or alien or whatever. It, 
Yeah, I don't. I think we should not even listen to your review. What? Yeah. Five I, out of I five. liked it all right. I think it was yeah, I think it was fine, but it was You can't watch a movie on fast forward and there were a couple of right turns it. that I didn't expect. But did you have to back it up and try again to list, look at it and see oh. what's going on? Oh look, yes, a couple like times. I missed something. You did? Yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah, a couple of times when I thought I missed something. Yeah. You know, don't try and watch a two hour movie when you only have twenty minutes. No, it didn't take no, I it took a little longer than that because of the times I had to rewind. <laughs> You can't watch a, right, so that, geez, a I think movie I missed something. like you watch uh, Morning Joe, you know, and put it on speed through the Joe Scarborough part and then get to somebody else. No. That's and, Scarborough. And get to the Eugene Robinson. He's worse than I am when it comes to interrupting. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio <laughs> well. 104.1. Check out the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. Some identical twin brothers are marrying identical twin sisters and then moving in together. I'm pretty sure I saw a documentary on this sort of situation somewhere on the internet. I know Hub was in the name of the website I found it on. Next, the CDC is warning people against washing and reusing condoms. Well, this is just the cherry on top of the I don't want to live in this world anymore Sunday. Finally, a man in Michigan was hospitalized after being bit by his pet cobra. This is just revenge for him firing his personal snake charmer. Headlines were brought to you by the Phillips File blog. Go there to see Kelsey Grammer sing David Bowie at realradio.fm. And transmission. When I get home from my job, I turn on my TV, but I can't keep my mind on the show. Oh, yeah. When I lay down at night, oh, I can't get no sleep. So I turn on my radio. But the only sound I hear is you whispering in my ear the words that you used to say. Now my day no longer, my love goes stronger, and the fever is Southside Johnny sounds like he's driving home for the club, just wants to drive into a pillar. Oh, boy. <laughs> His heart is broken. He's got the fever. Poor you know fella. What I'm saying? Oh, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah, that, that's a little uh, turns the lights down low music, too. Oh, I mean, boy, if there's somebody yeah. with you. Oh, not alone. <laughs> I don't need music for that. <laughs> 
I've already got myself <laughs> in the mood. You're not setting the stage, yeah, setting the exactly, scene. Yeah. Setting the, no. no. Right. I mean, if I'm really frisky, I'll close the blinds. <laughs> oh, <boy>. Exactly. <laughs> Hello, me. Can yeah. I get me another cocktail? Yeah, you don't want you to double nut your bath jacket. <laughs> oh, bath jacket. <laughs> I had forgotten about bath jacket. Yeah, that Terry Cloth bath jacket. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <a> Velcro snapper. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. <laughs> Doggy. I'm telling you, good times, right? Mm-hmm. I'm saying. They had a shooting out in Okoe. Ooh. SWAT team. Ugh. Take mm. care of somebody. Uh, they Yeah, they killed them dead. What happened? Hmm. Exchange with gunfire deputies. I think it ended well. Mm-mm. Nope. Jerry Demings went to the microphones and said they tried to make it peaceful. Yeah. But he, it, it wasn't going to happen. Yeah. Start shooting at mm. law enforcement. They're going to shoot back. That's correct. Out in the Coey. Yep. Just saw the video of the incident. I guess it happened in June. What's that? In California, it was um, a man with a knife and police were trying to get, he wouldn't cooperate. They tried shooting him with like bean bags and using non-lethal force. Right. And he kind of had some, something he was using as a shield, like a little table or something. And there was a woman there too. And then he kind of grabbed her, put the Oops. knife to her throat. And then they shot him and killed him and her. Did so they, they shoot through her, or they, they shot through him, and the bullet went into her as well? Uh-oh. Uh, I don't know the trajectory of the oh. bullet. However, both the hostage taker and the hostage were killed by the police. Oof. And that comes shortly after they had the Trader Joe's incident, so they're doing a big review of their use of deadly force. Jerry Deming says they used a drone. They got video of this whole shooting thing on a drone. They started this thing right before noon. The grandmother answers the door. They see a man with a handgun pointed out. Yeah. They retreat with the woman. The man barricades himself in the house at 3.30. Now fast forward three and a half hours. Right. The man emerges from the home, cell phone in hand. Members of the SWAT team give him orders to put his hands down. As he puts his hands down, he pulls out a gun. One of the deputies shot him uh, before he retreated into the home. Then he shot at deputies, and boom, that was the end of that. That could end well. Uh, Nope. Mm Mm-mm. Here is uh, Robert on Real Radio. Go ahead, Robert. Hey, Jim. How you doing? I'm doing all right. How about you? Hey, good. Hey, I was just wondering, did, did you ever get away and uh, have that psychedelic experience no. that you were talking about doing? No, I'm working on it, though. That's, uh, I'm working on it. It's, uh, not coming, uh, it's not coming to fruition. I want to take LSD, but I only want to do it under medical, uh, medically supervised uh, uh, way. Uh, so you you didn't do it uh, thirty or forty years ago? No, never did. Did some other things, uh-huh. but never, no, never did. Never had the opportunity. Never really came my way. wasn't wasn't interested. I, and I can't tell you why, but now I am. If it would have come your way, the, would you have done it? I don't know. I can't. I don't know. Maybe. There's maybe not. There's a lot more research now that, that points points positively to effects. And I, you know, I can't say that I ever did, but I did, and I yeah. There's see a some of the things. Yeah, there's a book. It's on the bestseller list. I can't remember the name of it, nonfiction. And it's essentially about the resurgence of, uh, of LSD uh, when it comes to a lot of uh, used in psychiatric atmospheres. And, uh, and people are seeking medical-type people you know, to, to be connected. There are 
There are people who are psychiatrists, psychologists, other medical people who are experimenting with this. Um, You know, whether people looking for a spiritual journey, so to speak, or they're looking, they're dealing with depression or other um, PTSD. Mm. And I think it's in stage two now, been approved by the federal government, stage two, which means it's might be around the corner to quite possibly being used in uh, medically supervised areas. I'd like to do it, but I don't want to do it because, you know, you get on that. Well, you got to be around people who are, who are trained to help people, you know, assist people if they're taking that, yeah, Uh taking that particular kind of trip. Uh Uh-huh. I would think. At least that's the way I would like to do it. You think it. there's somebody around here or you'd have to oh, go somewhere? I think there are people all over. Yeah, mm-hmm. they are all over. I know one. And basically, it's like, hey, everything's cool. Get out of the back of the truck. Come back in the house. Mm-hmm. I know from experience what to say. No, if I wanted to find some LSD, I could find some LSD. I don't think it would take very long. Mm-hmm. Pinkman, give but him I some LSD. Uh, Just down the hall. But I think it takes a while to, uh, to find somebody. So, you know, there are people who train for this, believe mm-hmm. it or not. That's hard to find. Like a shaman of sorts. No, not no, not like a shaman. Like a doctor. Like a medically, of sorts. yeah, medically trained people. There are there are doctors and there are nurses. There's psychiatrists who are doctors, and the psychologists who are now trained in this particular area. But they keep it on. They they, they keep it. They don't publicize it a lot mm-hmm. because they don't want to get in trouble with the law. Do they provide it also, or you have to go there with it? No, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I haven't gotten that far. Mm. I can't remember the name of the book. Look at the New York Times bestseller list, nonfiction. Probably at number six or seven. Mm-hmm. Collins, I think, is his last name who wrote the book. Let's see. Judy? Yes, Judy Collins, Jack. Tom? Both sides now? Tom Collins. Oh, good one, Mo. Oh, sorry. Uh, oh, Joan. That's Joan it. Collins. <laughs> wait, now there was a sister. Were they? Wait, there was the actress on Dynasty. That's and then the author. Collins. Yeah, the author. Which one was she? Well, there's an author. Yeah, is that Joan Collins no, too? Joan is Collins was the actress. How to change? That was mind. Joan Collins' sister who was the author, and her name was. I don't know. What's the name <laughs> of the book? Is it How to Change Your Mind? Yes. by it's... Michael Poland. Poland, that's his name. Yeah, that's yeah. close. Colin it's been Paul. on the bestseller list for how many weeks? I do that all Eleven. Mm. Yeah. Number seven right now. Did you read the book, Jim? I read about half of it. Yeah. That's about as far as I get in most books. Too. Same. So Half that first Yeah, page. I'd like to do it. I'd like to try it. one 978 1041 We're still in the process of getting that done. Probably won't happen. You know, people, they make promises. Oh, yeah, I can. Oh, yeah, no problem. And that's like you never hear from them again. Mm-hmm. What else is happening? The Paul Manafort trial, day three. Yeah. More witnesses uh, parading up and down. Today, Manafort's bookkeeper testified, Jim. And she testified against her boss, her former boss. Yeah. Uh, alleging that there were efforts from Manafort and his partner to fudge numbers Ooh. as the cash started to dry up. So Things are starting not to look good. I wonder when he's going to turn. But he's gonna, I'm telling you. You said. You put money, didn't you? No, they, 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 the, the, the prosecution will state its case. And then the defense will state its case. And then as the jury is being charged, uh, they will make a deal. Their handwriting is on the wall. This guy's going to say, my goose is cooked. Yeah. 
you know, it's not he said she. It's all done. It's paperwork. They got the paperwork on this guy. They got lots of paperwork. Yeah, they got all yeah, the, exactly. They you know they connect the dots and he said, well, see here we show in this transfer and that transfer and here's his income tax returns and all this kind of stuff. And uh, in no short order, they will uh, be ready to convict him. And he's saying, okay, I'm facing 15 years. Then I got another trial coming up. I could face another 10 years. If I'm found guilty there, that's 25 years. Essentially, it's a death sentence, meaning he'll die behind bars. And this is a guy that's uh, lived it up large for many, many, many years. And he's going to cut a deal. I'm telling you, the handwriting is on the wall. If he does get sent to prison, the president could... Pardon him, no? The president could pardon him. I think a lot of people, I think part, a large part of this country would come unglued if they found out, if they, if when they learned that the president of the United States had, uh, had uh, granted a pardon to a tax evader. The hardworking men, men and, uh, you know, nobody likes to pay taxes. Who likes to pay taxes? We all want to keep more money. But you have an obligation. That's the price you pay for civilization. So we pay our taxes, and then you find out, and you know, we, and most of us, then we pay our taxes. We don't evade paying taxes. We, we pay what is owed. And then you find out somebody's raking in $60 million, and, they, and they're not paying $30 million in taxes. Um, Nobody's happy with that. The president didn't pay his taxes. He got elected. Why would they care if Paul Manafort does? They'll just think, oh, the president says political witch Because you're going to find out everything about Paul Manafort and the money that he made. Nobody knows about uh, President Trump and the money. He's refused to release his income tax returns. Mm -hmm. You're going to know what Paul Manafort was making. You're going to know where the money went. You're going to know the amount of money that came in. You're going to find out who was paying them off. You're going to see the connections to whether it's the oligarchs or the money people in, in another part of the world who is funding his uh, his uh, his 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 lobbying efforts. I think most people say, "Oh, really?" We'll find out. You know, how- they work hard, to, you mm-hmm. know, by the sweat of their brow, and they get paid and they pay their fair share of taxes. And they find this guy evaded thirty million dollars in taxes, and the and the and he skates free. I don't think it'd play well at all. Do I think it's an impeachable offense if he barred Manafort? No, I don't think it would go over very well. You think people would say, oh, yeah, That's okay. good for the president, pardoning Paul Manafort. I don't see that happening. I don't happening. think they care. No, I don't think his base cares. He can do whatever he wants. doesn't matter they his base. Care. His base is 31%. Mm. You know, this politically, this doesn't play very well. It's the, it's the, it's the great unwashed in the middle that will decide these elections. And the great unwashed in the middle, despite the fact that they might be registered Democrat or Republic, they see themselves as independents. And every poll now shows that independents are swinging way away from Donald Trump and the Republican Party. That's who decides elections. It's not Democrats. It's not Republicans. It's, it's people who count themselves, whether they're registered in the party or not, whether the NPA are registered with a party, but think to themselves, I'm an independent, meaning I'll vote the way I believe I should vote, regardless of party. They, they are the ones who will decide the election, certainly in November. one 978 Yeah, I think if he was found guilty and you found out all the details, you know all the details of this, uh, of this guy, mm-hmm. and then all, all of a sudden he, he walks away free? Yeah. Jackie Collins. Jackie, there it is. Jackie. Jackie is a novelist who is Joan's sister, and this texture then writes in, and here's my man card. Oh, <laughs> well, that's that. 
<laughs> are both dead? Or one's mm-hmm. dead? Jackie's dead. The author is I dead. So. I think yeah, Joan yeah. Collins is still alive. Yeah. yeah. She must be, what, 85? She's going to be in that new Dallas reboot. If not 90. Or Dynasty reboot. reboot. Is she? That can't be. Sure. No. Oh, yeah, 100%. Mm -hmm. Mm. Yeah, like, uh, what's her name's going to play Nurse Ratched in the uh, Netflix series? Yeah. Yeah, that one lady. Who played Nurse Ratched Mm -hmm. in the She won an Academy Award. Saw it in Variety. That was never heard from again. Maybe she was done. Why do this anymore? Mm Mm-hmm. Got the and statue. I think so. What do you know? Because she was she was stereotyped as Nurse Ratched, and it's not Ratchet; it's Ratched. Hmm. Pinkman, ratchet. what do you got to say? Couple of R, capital R A C H E D. Ratched. Louise Fletcher. Correct. Mm-hmm. Points. Well, can you tell us about Louise Fletcher's career post? Uh, one flew over the cuckoo's nest. I can tell you, her and I share a birthday. Oh, congratulations! That's cool. She was she eighty three, eighty four. All right, close, close enough. Close. After one flew over the cuckoo. Oh, she's been like a character actress in like a million different things. What, what murder she wrote? Yeah, That's where they usually end up. Oh, a lot of TV shows. Wow. MacGyver. Oh man, it, it goes back pretty far. I'll tell you that. Oh, she was in Exorcist 2, The Heretic. Yeah, there you go. Who could forget? <laughs> Boy, that's really something. Something there. called Mama Dracula. Yeah, I mean, come on now. Mama Dracula. Mm-hmm. Grizzly 2, Love The it. Concert. Yeah, what else? Uh, Islands, a TV movie. Mm-hmm. In addition to J. Edgar Hoover, the TV movie. <laughs> that sounds like a good one. What do you think happened? She must have pissed somebody off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe. Academy Award? Or, you know... Maybe it's like Andrew Dice Clay. You, you just hit, you have that one shot you just hit out of the park. Maybe. And you spend your life, the rest of your life swinging for the fences. We were talking yesterday about what Kelly McGillis, mm-hmm. who's in Top Gun. Yeah, whatever happened to her? Oh. She just never did. I don't think she did much of anything like that. Now she's just doing her thing. Pinkman's looking it up and, right now. And uh, I wonder whether Kelly McGillis, you know. Especially when she hears that there's going to be a sequel to mm-hmm. Top Gun, you know, whether she's in the grocery store doing whatever she's doing, she's in Home Depot and she thinks to herself, you know, I used to be, Kelly, you know, I was Kelly McGillis. I used to be Kelly McGillis. She's still Kelly McGillis. I was Kelly McGillis, the actress, oh, you know, in Top Gun with Tom Cruise. And here I am, uh, you know, mm. shopping for air conditioning filters in Home Depot. Ugh. Why would she Somebody's be upset after being in the hit film Maternal Secrets? That came out in 2017. Who, Kelly McGillis? Yes. Points. No, I don't know if she's upset. I just wonder yeah. whether sometimes people who've been at the top of the game, mm-hmm. as she was there for a while, certainly, what, for a year, maybe a couple of years, mm-hmm. and whether she thinks back, that, geez, that, or she looks back, so well, it's just all kind of, life is just kind of weird sometimes. She's so big time. She's not getting her air filters at the box store. She, she might uh, think it's, it's no big deal anyway. She's going you to. Know, it was her past life, and uh, why even re- revisit it? She might be happier. You think? She might be. I just, I just wonder. And nobody sometimes. will know her, though. You know, nobody will know. Well, her. she might say, maybe she's like, Listen. this is the best thing in the world not to be known. Mm. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio one hundred four point one. Now that we've all quit Facebook and started talking to each other again, what's that? Nobody's quit Facebook. Facebook.com/slash Real Radio Orlando. From-
don't know how to feel Looking the world straight in the eye But it's hard to tell what is real So I laugh when I want to cry Cause it's the only way to get by There's just no answer Whoa! Just a series of lies Body to soul Hidden agendas on my mind And views that are warped and narrow So I laugh when I want to cry Cause it's the only way to get by Oh yeah There's just no answer Whoa Just a series of lies A series of lies Phillips file for a Thursday. Time for a little bit of So You Want to Win It. Three rounds to So You Want to Win It. Round one is true, false. You have lifelines for that. You have lifelines for round two if you make it that far. Brad's in the news stories ripped from the headlines. You make it through that. You go to round three. That's called Brad's Who Said That. I provide a quote, then it's multiple choice. You pick the person I mentioned who made the quote. Eddie the Shaman and Mr. Pinkman are your lifelines. Mr. Pinkman, what are some of the prizes? We have a pair of passes to the advanced screening of The Meg, starring Jason Statham on August 7th at AMC Altamont. That's about a deep sea uh, debacle, I guess. Uh, we also have a pair of tickets to WWE Smackdown Live Tuesday, August 7th at the Amway Center. That's going to be a good time. Go to realradio.fm keyword tickets for more info on that. In addition to those two, we've got a pair of tickets to see Orlando City take on New England Revolution at the stadium on August 4th at 7.30 p.m. And last but not least, a pair of tickets to see the Orlando Pride take on Sky Blue FC August 5th at Orlando City Stadium. There we go. Got some nice prizes. Let's get this underway. Mark, you're first up. Ready to go? Sure, I am. There we go, buddy. True or false? Researchers say they have developed a machine that can translate our thoughts and display them as text instantly. Is that true or false? You have lifelines if you want them. Yeah, sure. What do the lifelines have to say? Yeah, they've developed a machine that can translate our thoughts and display them as text instantly. You don't have to vocalize, verbalize anything, Eddie. Just whatever you're thinking. It'll come up and we can read it. We can read your thoughts. Because we are so advanced, and because the human brain is so cool, I think it's possible. I think, yes, even if it's you have to look in your mind, and you know that screen in your mind, Mm. and you see the screen, and then you see it, you think it, it becomes something, a conscious thought. I go, true. What do you think, Pink? He doesn't know. He's very busy. True. Going true. We both have true. What do you want to do there, uh, 
All right, here oh, we go. Well, we'll let's make it it yeah, there we go. There we go. All right, round two. Here's okay. Mo. Yeah, that means it's Brad's in the news. Stories ripped from the headlines. And here's your question. Dateline, Bogota, Colombia. This is a bitchin' story of a special agent with a bounty on her head. Known only as Sombra, she has shepherded Colombia's police to detect more than 2,000 kilos of cocaine hidden in suitcases and boats. The Gulf Clan, a cartel that boasts its own guerrilla army, has put out the hit. What's special about this lady of German origin? Well, that's a mouthful. What do you think, Lifeline? I oh, totally God. know this. Okay. Pigment, do you have any idea? No. Any idea? Not even one thought. Not even one. Not a thought. Never had a thought in my life. I know what, I know the answer. All right, okay. Well, then spit ready? it out. The answer is, it's the first time that the mob and mafia have ever, drug cartel, have taken a hit out on a dog. Kind it's of a dog. A German Shepherd. All right, he's Eddie says drug German dog. Shepherd. Drug dog. That's your yeah, final that answer. Pretty good. There you go. It is good. good for She's you, a Eddie. German Shepherd. Nice. I'm in the know. Here we go to Brad's <laughs> who said that round three. Good luck to you. Here's the quote. Tell me who said it. You have lifelines. Quote, it's nice to be important, but it's important to be always wait a minute. Oh, it's again? nice to be important, but it's important to always be nice. Now who said that? Barney the purple dinosaur, Fred Rogers. Or Elisa Milano. Lifelines, you've been doing it for me so far. I would like to say, in the honor of Mr. Nice Rogers. Nice to be important, mm-hmm. but it's important to always be nice. I'm going with Mr. Rogers on that one. Oh, Pinkman, what do you think? I feel like it could be a curveball, and it might just be Alyssa Milano, so I'm going to go with that. All right, split decision. What do you want to do there, Mark? Barney the Purple Dinosaur, Fred Rogers, or Alyssa Milano, who said, it's nice to be important, but it's important to always be nice. I love her cookies. <laughs> Boy, that is a head-scratcher. Uh, let's say uh, Alyssa Milano. Alyssa Milano. Okay, okay, here we go. Sure. That's your final answer? Sure. Yeah! yeah. <laughs> You're welcome, there you go. Uh-huh. Teaming up for the win, right, Pink? Wait, you gave him the other answer, Eddie. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, Teaming it, up for the win. Like we, a, I uh, did a half. He did a half. It's like yin and yang. It's like the sky right now. It's like I got it off the rebound, you know. All right, Toast. Bob, you ready to play? <laughs> yes. Bob, true or false? Big weekend for the American Cornhole League as the Triangle as the Triangle Area Regionals will be held at the Moose Lodge in Selma, North Carolina. Is that true or false? <laughs> Big weekend for the American Cornhole League Triangle Area Regionals. They're going to be held at the Moose Lodge in Selma, North Carolina. Is that true or false? You have lifelines if you want them. Um, yeah, I'd like the lifelines, please. I like that. Didn't you understand, like bro? He said regional. It's got to be true. That is always held in North Carolina. That's like where they hole. What do you think, Payne? I, I agree. It sounds so odd that it, it probably is. They're true. both saying true that the Cornhole American Cornhole League uh, Triangle Area Regionals will be held at the Moose Lodge in Selma, North Carolina. What do you think? I'd say true then. All right. That's your final answer. Yes. There we go. Yeah. That is right. Believe it Very or not. Very good. Yeah. Here's Mo. Round oh, two. Brad's in the news. Stories ripped from the headlines, and yours is a common bond. James Franco, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, and Octavia Spencer. What do these three people have in common? <clears throat> James wow. Franco, Dwayne Johnson, Octavia Spencer. Uh, definitely with some help from the Lifeline, please. Uh, maybe they're some of the most influential people in the People magazine, people. 
Mm, no? So close. You so? Yeah, you're kind of close. Uh, believe uh, it or not. 100 most interesting celebrities? Yeah, hey. I ain't away. Ooh, all right. Wait. People. People Does magazine. Does it have to do with Instagram, maybe? Uh-uh. No. Okay. Does it have to do with Kennedy Center Awards? Nope. Good. Um, I, it's such a diverse group. Uh, I would say that they're all great humanitarians uh, that are going to give great speeches. Highest paid actors in 2018. Mm-hmm. Ooh, uh, how about uh, most box office gross? Mm. <gasps> Least box office no, gross. No, no, no. Yeah, you got about Certainly 15 not. seconds, and the time's up uh, on you. Um, they're all uh, they're all up it, for Academy it, Awards. No, it involves them getting paid somehow. I'd say no. No, <sighs> I don't know. But they're the most something. Yeah, yeah. They're, uh, they're currently the top. the top. What Mo? Trending. Uh, top actress. what number? Give me the number. Top what? Top three. The oh. top three what? They are the top three actor, most popular actors right now. Most popular. And Inspirational. Most sought after. Love. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. That's your final answer. Yeah. They are the you. top three in-demand Hollywood actors. So That's most James sought after. Wow. That's, That's what that means. I waited sought for you to say just, that. Thank and, you for yeah. knowing what sought means, Mo. Uh-huh. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, I only gave you like two extra minutes. To I really appreciate that. the extra minutes. <laughs> I appreciated the extra Here we go to so Brad. Who like said that. Guy. Here's the quote. Tell me who said it. Tell me who said this quote. I had to be a little hand-like, a little reckless, and lean into this and be like, what the hell, let's go for it. Never tell me the odds. Now, who said that? Alden, how do you pronounce his name? Ian Reich? Okay. Harrison Ford or Ron Howard? I had to be a little hand-like, a little reckless, and lean into this and be like, what the hell, let's go for it. Never tell me the odds. Wow. Uh, I'm kind of thinking Ron Howard, but if I could get their opinion, please, I'd appreciate it. Here's my train of thought. First of all, Jim, you're so good at talking. I got all the clues that were within the clues. Mo, think about it. He said, hand-like. Now, did you guys know that when the Han Solo movie was being made, Mm. they had a major problem with the director, and there comes Ron Howard, who swoops in. So he had to be Han-like, reckless, and just jump in there and take over, and they made a great movie. Ron Howard, I'm going with Richie. Wow. I'm going to go with AKA Opie. Or, Who are you going uh, with? Harrison Ford. Sorry. Harrison Ford split decision. Uh, what do you want to do there, Bob? Ron Howard, please. You're going Ron Howard. That's your final yes. answer? Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Good job, Eddie. You're on fire today. Eddie, nice work. It's More so you want to win an upcoming on Real Radio 104.1. And now back to the greatest game show ever. Come on, my NyQuil and ecstasy is wearing off. So you want a winner. Back to So You Want a Winner, Bill. You ready to go? Yes, sir. All right, buddy. Thanks for hanging in there. Here we go. True or false, 33% of Americans say the top reason they will look for a new job in 2018 is because they are bored and need a new challenge. Is that true or false? What, what, what was the percentage rate? 33%, Bill. 33% of Americans say the top reason they will look for a new job is because they're bored and need a new challenge. I say it's false. You want to use your lifelines? Okay. Well, I'm just saying, you don't have to. <laughs> well, I'll okay. go for it. Yep, I feel the pangs and the winds of change, my brother. I agree with that statement. Go for it. Yes. Same. All of you say false? No, true. True? You say true? What do you say? I said true. What do you want to do, Bill? True or false? I'll go along with the gang. All right. That's your final answer. Yeah, they're right. Yeah, the gang. We're in the gang. 
Here's Mo, round two. Like Brad's in the news. Stories ripped from the headlines. And here's your question. It seems like an impossible task to challenge Disney's Christopher Robin this weekend at the box office. But what Fallout boy is taking on the running man-like task to maintain his lead in the race? What? Uh, Easy. Uh, okay. It seems like an impossible oh. task. I just have the lifelines uh, give you the answer. It. They know the answer. Okay, lifeline. It's impossible. It's, it's uh, It might be a mission that's impossible. Mm. Starring Tom Cruise. Like that's, your final that's it. We're going it around three, Bill. It's Tom Cruise. Here we go. Here's the quote. Tell me who said it. Quote, I'm totally okay with testing and I encourage it. Who said that? Betsy DeVos, the Secretary of Education, Serena Williams, the tennis player, or Tiger Woods? I'm totally okay with testing, and I encourage it. Well, gang, what do you think? Do you think Betsy DeVos would really say the word totally? I totally yes. don't think she would. Well, I don't think she speaks like that. Mm-hmm. I totally don't think so either. And that's why I don't, I don't think, think she Betsy would ever Betsy DeVos say, has the totally. upspeak. Totally. Um, I think... I mean, yeah. Totally. I'm totally. I'm totally okay with testing, and I encourage it. Nah, you can't even hear her saying totally brodily. No way. No totally out of her you mouth. You don't have to say brodily if you say totally. <laughs> but you should. You really Makes should. much more fun. Totally brodily. Yeah. Totally. There are two people in the world that say totally brodily. <laughs> Who are they? It's Eddie the Sean <laughs> and the Doodah Man. <laughs> oh, I'm totally okay with oh, testing, and I encourage it. Betsy man. DeVos, Serena Williams, or Tiger Woods? Serena Williams, but, all the way. Tiger Woods. Like an hour ago. What do you want to do there, Bill? Bill? Uh, I hear you. I hear you. I, I hear know you. If you but, fell uh, off the stool. <laughs> no, no, no. I got right. my new cat. Okay, all right. Betsy DeVos, Serena Williams, or Tiger Woods? I say Serena Williams. Serena Williams. That's your final answer? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Good job, Bill. I think that's the first time he's won in four uh, years. I'm running out of prizes. <laughs> See, the curse is lifted. <laughs> Let's move on to uh, Dave. You ready to go, Dave? Oh, yeah. Here we go, Dave. Thanks oh. for hanging in there. Here we go. True or false? Prosecutors in the Paul Manafort tax evasion case allege he spent $200,000 on suits and other clothing items between 2010 and 2014. Is that true or false? Oh. I know this. The that is uh, true. True. You want to use lifelines? Uh, sure. Let's see what. Yeah, what do you think? Guys? I think it's false. That's too low of a yeah, number. They're, they're just yeah, that's way true. Yeah. filthy rich. Yeah. Well, you want to change it then? Too low. False, you're saying? Too low. That's your final answer. Yeah. Good job. It is false. Still over a million dollars. Round two. Here you go. Right. It's see. Oh. Still couldn't get a suit that fits. <laughs> he always looks like a schlepper to me. Spends uh, ten thousand dollars on a suit and it still doesn't fit. Uh, nevermore. Hardly, I can barely contain myself. The NFL is back, baby. Which teams face off tonight in the Hall of Fame game in Canton, Ohio? Uh, come on, Eddie, you got to you got my brother, my brother, Ed Growlin Poe quoth the Raven Nevermore. So we got the Ravens. Can we hear the second half since Penguin's not paying attention? Sure, Nevermore. <laughs> Hardly, I can barely contain myself. The NFL is back, baby. Which two teams face off tonight in the Hall of Fame game in Canton, Ohio? Oh, who's the other team, Pinkman? Hardly I could barely contain myself. What is that one? Please. Bro, help me out Wait. here. It's the Chargers? Hey, They've actually, you've said it. Come on, Pink. I know the Ravens. No, the Ravens play the... 
Cardinals? Say Eagles? the sentence again. What was the first sentence? Hardly I can... The Bears. Bears! The Bears. That's your final answer. The Bears. Thank you. The yes, Bears. Yeah, the Bears. very good, Eddie. All right, Eddie, settle down here, son. <laughs> here we go. Here we go to Brad's Who Said That. Here's the quote. Tell me who said it. Quote, you can observe a lot by watching. Who said that? John Lennon, Yogi Berra, Stanley Kubrick. You can observe a lot by watching. John Lennon, Yogi Berra, Stanley Kubrick. <laughs> Use your lifelines. Why not? You can say damn. Yeah, you you say damn. Don't say anything else. Mm -mm. Almost came out of your lips. I'm leaning towards Stanley Kubrick. The movie director? What do you think, Eddie? Mm -hmm. I think it is Stanley Kubrick. That's also who I was thinking. All right. Stanley Kubrick, we're going to go with that? That's your final answer. Yes. Sorry. No, it's totally a yogi thing. Oh. Yogi, no, it's yogi. Totally he always has. A, uh, a yogi. Oh, right, Brodely. You know, he would. You can observe a lot by watching. Observe is watching. That's how Yogi Berra talked. Well, don't those, yell at us. Oh, those yogisms. Uh, yeah, we weren't same. alive back then. Well, you should know, Yogi always says the weird stuff. Lay along. Here we go to uh, okay. Garrett. Here we go. True or false, Garrett? Thirty-nine percent of Generation Z members are worried about self-driving cars, but thirty-five percent are excited about flying cars. Is that true or false? Uh, what do you think, Help? I think I want to fly, so I think that's low for fly. So uh, more people want to fly. What do you think, Pink? I think that's false. Uh, true. Split decision. True or false? It's up to you, Garrett. Uh, great help. Uh, I'll do a trill. <laughs> go trill. That's your final answer. There you go, buddy. You Good out. job. Round right. two. Yours is a common bond. This is uh, stories ripped from the headlines. And yours is a common bond. I'll read you some things, and then you help out with this. White tip reef sharks, nurse sharks, and a zebra shark. What do these three fishes have in common? What do y'all think? Either they just got on the extinction no. list or endangered species. Shark weed. How about they were taken off the endangered species Close list? Close to home. No, oh, oh, they yeah, all live here in Florida. No, no, eh, They've eh, all been eh. spotted off the coast of Florida. No, they haven't been spotted off the coast. They've been spotted on the coast. They're here right now hanging out in our aquariums. We now have an aquarium attraction with three cool sharks. No? Is that is that what all the executives want? Those sharks into the new shark tank thing? Is Everybody wants a shark tank? What's the, what's the aquarium? What's the... Where is it? Where are these guys? Are they down in Miami? No. No. Closer to home, Eddie. Oh, no, uh, here in Eddie. Orlando. Yeah, where? Oh, that would be in a, at the, on iDrive. What? SeaWorld. Uh, they have a new shark attraction at SeaWorld. They're rescuing sharks at SeaWorld. You they, can become a shark at SeaWorld. You can sea World. swim with the sharks. You can swim with them. Where, where? does that happen? At SeaWorld. Aquatica? What's the name of that place? Uh, oh, oh. Discovery Cove! That's your final answer? There it is. Sweet! That's it. All three of those uh, swimming next to humans during the shark swim experience at Discovery Cove. Here we go to Brad who said that. Here's the quote. Tell me who said it. Quote, a hot dog at the game beats most... Wait a minute. A hot dog at the game beats roast beef at the Ritz. Who said that? Babe Ruth, Jimmy Cagney, or Humphrey Bogart? A hot dog at the game beats roast beef at the Ritz. Hmm. What do y'all think? Babe Ruth ate a lot of hot dogs, and he also ate very uh, a lot of very expensive meals. I'm going with Babe Ruth. 
Who were the other two options again? Jimmy Cagney or Humphrey Bogart? Humphrey Bogart. All right, split decision. What do you want to do? Hot dog at the game. Is we got him? James Cagney, Babe <laughs> Ruth, him. and Humphrey Bogart. Could be him. I will go with Babe Ruth. Babe Ruth, all right. That's your final answer? Yeah. Sorry. Oh, no. Humphrey Bogart. Oh, boy, do I feel better about myself. You're flaming myself. out, Eddie. You're, you're running out of fuel, baby. <laughs> I almost did a Cagney, uh-huh. and I almost did a Bogart, but I didn't want to because I didn't want to upset you because I know how much you like me. Mm, you're out of fuel, baby. No, I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. That needle's going towards E, empty. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Check out the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. A stolen lemur has been returned to a zoo in California after it was found in a hotel room. In unrelated news, a California hotel owner says that one of their hotel rooms looked as if a coked-up monkey had been holed up there for a few days. Next, a man tried to steal $100 worth of steak by stuffing it in his pants. Is that $100 worth of steak in your pants or are you happy to see me? Finally, a study suggests that watching Keeping Up with the Kardashians may make people cold-hearted toward the poor. No wonder Mo is so mean to poor people. Headlines were brought to you by the free iHeartRadio app. Alexa, play Real Radio 104.1 on iHeartRadio. And transmission. Orlando City returns home to host the New England Revolution this Saturday. Coverage begins at 7 p.m. on our sister station, FM 96.9, The Game, AM 740, and iHeartRadio. And now back to the greatest game show ever. Do you want to win the hokiest, cornballiest, plastic gifts that break when you look at them? Yeah, so you want to win it. All right, let's get back to So You Want to Win it. Here's Robert. Robert's been holding on for about 35 minutes. Let's get it done, Robert. Here we go. True or false? True or false, Robert? Venezuelans reported losing an average 11 kilograms. That's about 10 pounds in body weight last year due to their food shortage. Is that true or false? Uh, I'm leaning towards true, but what do, what do the guys have to say? Venezuelans reported losing an average 11 kilograms. That's about 10 pounds in body weight last year due to their food shortage. True or false? I think it sounds true. There's <clears throat> a lot of food shortages everywhere. All right, true it is. What do you want to do? Pick? Uh, yeah, I also say true. Oh, you want to try again? Uh, let's go false. I don't think that's it's too much. That's, 10 pounds is a lot. False. All right. False it is. That's your final answer? Yeah. Yeah. It's 24 pounds. A lot more They're than that. They're starving in Venezuela. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's horrible. Because of the yep. government unrest. Yeah, they're going down the tubes. Mm-hmm. Here we go to round two. Here's Mo. Oh, yes. And it's Brad's in the news. Stories ripped from the headlines. Um, yours is, is this. When the deputy city attorney walked into his office in Milwaukee, he found messages complaining about the birds. He was not amused. No, Alfred Hitchcock was not the issue, but a possible solution to commuting was turning into a nuisance. Yo, Rizzuto, why is he so upset? <laughs> All right, what do, you, what do you think, Eddie? All right, Phil Rizzuto did the commercials for the money store. So do you think it has anything to do with money? Like money going out the window or there were money grams or like they were delivering the money? What do you think? What was Phil Rizzuto's nickname? Oh, crap. Uh, no, Mr. Coffee. That. No, no, that, no, that no. was Joe D. Joe no, D was Joe Mr. DiMaggio. Coffee. Mm. Um, Don't jump in there, Jack. What was Phil Rizzuto known as? What was he called? I know you know it, Jack. This is Phil Rizzuto for the money store. I always remember that. That was his um, nickname. Yeah. Oh, it's not to say, hey, kid. No. That was that was the other Hank guy. Aaron. That was yeah. Wasn't it? No, Willie Mays. Willie Mays. Oh, Willie Mays. Um, Hank Aaron had a name too, but I don't know what it is. Oh, Hammer and Hank. Oh, Hammer dude. and Hank. Yeah. 
Mm. Ah, Phil Rizzuto was not the Gipper. I mm-hmm. uh, no. Uh, Pinkman, you really can help, dude. Be... I have no idea. Um, Kermit the Frog sidekick on the Muppet Show. He was Miss yeah. Piggy. No, Gen- Gonzo. No, Giancarlo no. Vespa. Fozzie Bear. Mm-mm. Little helper guy. Oh, uh, Rizzo. Ratso hey, Rizzo. Doing? How you doing, Giancarlo Vespa? Oh yeah. Okay, follow Jim's clue. Wait, wait, what? What did I say? Giancarlo Vespa. That's said Giancarlo Vespa. Giancarlo Vespa. What was Phil Rizzuto's nickname? The little Vespa. The little the little what? The little motor. The little engine. The little car that <laughs> little could. Piston. The little oh, piston. No. Vespa. Vespa. Oh, okay. Vespa. A, Vespa's a scooter. Scooter. Oh my God! Almighty! I just got back. Scooter, scooter was the manager, the stage manager the on the Muppets. I apologize. Sorry. Hey. Here we go. Brad, who uh, <laughs> said that? Here's the quote. Tell me who said it. The TSA agent touched her only where her husband and her doctor do. Mm. And who said that? Jack Bradshaw, Kylie Jenner. <laughs> Or Winona Judd. The TSA agent touched her only where her husband and her doctor do. Jack Bradshaw, Kylie Jenner, Winona Judd. I'm, I'm scratching my head. I don't know. That that sounds so Bradshaw. It does. It really it is because remember you like went to the Bahamas. He goes to places where they're frisky. So I'm gonna go with Jack Bradshaw on that one. Because he has yeah, a tendency yeah, to Jack, do and Work it. Stuff. Work it. All right, all right, all right, all right. Don't right. Bradshaw. <laughs> That's your final answer. It doesn't have anything to do with Jamaica, but anyway. Yeah, baby. Wait, it is? you. Oh, my God. I would banana. not have selected me. That yeah, was reference to Jamaica banana. now. Oh, Remember wow. Remember when she had that problem with the TSA? The TSA yeah. Grabbed her, you know. Oh, that so long ago. Brad. How does he do that? I don't know. It's like a flashback, man. It's going back years. I would have bet against me a hundred all right, here we go. Javier, ready to play? Hi, yes, yes, sir. All right, here we go, buddy. Listen <laughs> wow. closely. You're the last player, so let's get this done, son. True or false? All right. True or false? Jimmy Fallon will voice Batman in the next Lego movie. Uh, I think it does. Pinkman, help me out, man. I think it's false. Uh, that is nice false. Night. Why do you say it's false? Because Will Arnett voices Batman in the Lego movies. Jimmy voice. Fallon will voice Batman in the next Lego movie. True or false? Hmm. I going with Pinkman. I think it's false. Come false. on, Pinkman. That's your final answer. What do you want to say, Eddie? No, it's true. Uh oh, we had a split decision. Because no, if you've no listened help. to Will Arnett's voice, uh, he's actually, I think, gutturally ripped out his vocal cords so bad he can't speak any other way from doing that Batman voice. So I think it is going to be Fallon because he's a great mimicker. Oh, uh, we Boom. have a split decision. What do you want to do there, Javier? Or mimic. Oh, and my boy Pigmy. You're going false. That's your final answer? Yes. Yeah. This time it's going to be Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah. Uh, oh. Oh. Still yeah. not willing. But I was right. right. Sort of. Kind of. We got a Mo, Mo, a uh, uh, yes, Brad's sir. in the news. And question. this one, you are in luck. It's a common bond. And we'll start with these things binge drinking, smoking cigarettes, and multiple unprotected sex partners. What do these three vices have in common? Being awesome. Um, I'm going to go with that time, but I think it's BD. It's. No. What? No, no, no. What does that VD. mean? He was oh, saying no, no, a no, venereal no, no. disease. No, no, no. It's not a... Gets around. Oof. Multiple unprotected sex partners, smoking cigarettes, binge drinking. We talked about this the other day. Mm-hmm. They're all on the decline. 
Semper Fi. Oh, Marines points. What's that? The Marines do it. All that. Better than everyone else. Say the Marines are do more of this than any other armed service. Yes. Mm. What do you think the they're... Uh, Eddie, you got any ideas? Eddie? Sure, they're the That's best at it. There we go. <laughs> Moving right along to Brad's yeah. who said that. Here's the quote. Tell me who said it. Quote, I never considered a difference of opinion in politics and religion and philosophy as cause for withdrawing from a friend. Who said that? Ruth Bader Ginsburg, a justice on the United States Supreme Court. Her colleague Clarence Thomas or Thomas Jefferson. The quote, I never considered a difference of opinion in politics, in religion, in philosophy as cause for withdrawing from a friend. Ruth Bader Ginsburg, Clarence Thomas or Thomas Jefferson. Bloodline. Thomas. I'm going to go Ruth Bader. Thomas Jefferson. Bro. Split decision. I'm going to go my boy Pigman. Who oh, said boy. what? Uh, Thomas Jefferson, bro. Thomas Jefferson, you're going to go with that or Ruth Bader Ginsburg? I'm going to go with my boy Pigman. All right. That's your final answer? Yes. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. Good job, Thomas Jefferson. Thanks for playing. So you want to win it. Oh, yes. Once again, my children, it is time to let your yin meet your yang. Reach deep into your soul. Find your inner child and teach him not to touch himself in public. It's the hardest working man in the business. I give you Eddie the Shaman. All right, there's the uh, love bell. Eddie, what do you got in store for us today? Oh, man, you know, I'm just so glad to be here, and I'm uh, glad to be on this planet Earth. I'm uh, glad to be riding that cosmic surfboard we call Florida. And uh, for those that didn't know, um, yeah, this weather, man, sometimes the weather is, like, good. Sometimes the weather you may not think is good. It's just weather. So here's the thing you got to do, and this is really cool. If you can weather the weather... It's not that hard, man. So that's why, again, a lot of times here in Florida, we wait and we let it rain around 3 o'clock and then like 4 o'clock to go outside. Well, the nights have been beautiful. The days have been beautiful. Our lakes are filling up. Everything's going green. But the good thing is, Jim, is that I feel extra special today and I'm supercharged today because today is my 24th anniversary of sobriety. Whoa, Eddie, that's awesome. So I thank you both. I thank you both. And for all my brothers and sisters out there who are still maybe on the fence or have decided to put it down, good for you, man. Trust me, there is a life out there that you may not even know exists because you think you are living a life that you've chosen. You think that maybe you are stuck in that pattern. That's why the percentages, man, people are changing. They're like, I got to get out of this rut. Well, that's the thing you can do. Well, here's the great thing you can do. First thing you can do is think about giving yourself some gifts. Like today, I gave myself a couple of gifts. The first gift I gave myself was this beautiful mojo bag, which I haven't worn literally in probably a good three to four years. Aww. Now, this mojo bag, this has been with me for a good 25, 30 years. And what I love about this mojo bag, it reminds that bag. me. And what is a mojo bag? Explain that to the audience. Ah, brothers and sisters of love, a mojo bag is a place where you keep your tokens, your sacred items. They're things that could be crystals. They could be shark's teeth. They could be anything. Now, this one has a beautiful array of many things. It's got an amethyst crystal. It's got a beautiful piece of raw amethyst crystal. It's got some Cortez. It's got some white quartz. It's got some fool's gold. So to remind you, Mo, maybe those diamonds ain't so real. That's why sometimes brothers and sisters of love, don't be fooled. Just because they're wearing shiny things may not be that they're really diamonds. On the other hand, they might be real and just don't be jealous. And then of course, hematite to keep us grounded. Now, Jim, 
The other gift I gave myself is this little uh, thing that I wear. Now, I just finished doing our Prego Expo in Tampa, so much love to yeah, the Prego Expo. This is the Coca Pelli sign. Of course, we uh, some of the Navajo Indians wore it. Some people say it comes from other different tribes, but it is basically a crooked-backed man playing a flute with a feathered headdress. Now, most of the people wear this, Mo, when they want to get... I saw this in Sedona. What do they want to get? They want to get lucky. And they want to no. get... And they want to make babies. And the best oh, way to get make babies is you use your fertility symbols. So, ah. yes, Sedona, Arizona, where you can find the Cocapelli. They're beautiful symbols. And the great thing is, for me, Jim, it's kind of cool how he's dancing. He's focusing on his flute. He's got his hair going. But the thing is, Jim, yeah. the other reason I wear this one, mischief. It actually represents mischief. So maybe it's time to get a little bit more mischievous. You know, have you guys been playing it safe? Jim, have you been playing it safe? Exactly. Or, as I used to pronounce it when I was a kid, mischief. That way I would spell it correctly. I before E, except after C, in some cases A, as in neighbor and way. So think about this. Besides a mojo bag, besides a necklace, right now I'm wearing a handmade Tony uh, tie-dye. Now, I'm going to see Tony on Sunday, and just so you know, Jim, uh, yeah. Jack, mm-hmm. Tony's making a special tie-dye for both of you. Oh, yeah! Wonderful. Because both of you what? have been sending out cosmic images and saying, I don't have enough tie-dye, I need tie-dye. I told him your colors. I let him know. When it happens and it's done, I will bring it unto you. So here I am wearing his shirt that he gave to me, and the thing is is that it leads me to this quote, Jim. And it's a simple quote, Jim. And this quote comes from my little Zen calendar, and it says, three things in life are important. The first is to be kind. The second is to be kind. And the third is to be kind. So if you think about it right now, as the patterns are starting to fill up, I want you to think about this. I want you to close your eyes, take a deep breath, let go of the past. (sighs) Take another deep breath, let go of the future. Now take one more deep breath, steady the metronome, and focus on your heart chakra. If you open your heart chakra now, and you see there's space in there, hey, let us in. There's all this love and this cosmic energy, and as Jim says, stardust. It's in the world. It's creating the universe. It's creating beautiful. So let it into your heart. But as you're opening your heart chakra, I want you to think about this. Do you feel oneness? Because if you don't feel oneness, that's awesome. Because then you're feeling togetherness. Because then if you're not feeling togetherness, then you're feeling oneness. So either way, you win. That's right. Either way, you win. Because when I was in the ocean today, we went to the beach, me and Snickers. We're in the ocean. And we're sitting there, we're hanging out. And it's beautiful, man. The waves are coming. As I said to Pinkman, surf time report, man. They were 10-footers. There were grommets. There were a couple of ankle biters. The kids were all playing in the suds. But the best thing was double waves, man. All of a sudden, I'm standing there. I'm facing the shore, Mo. You know when you're facing the shore and you don't see the waves coming behind behind you? So the great thing is I'm sitting there and Nick's looking up and this big wave can bam, knocks me down. I'm like, ha, 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 this is great. I get up and Nick in slow motion is going double wave like the guy that saw the two rainbows. Double waves, man. Pinkman. Bro. You know about double waves, Oh, no, I know all about them. So, Pinkman, enlighten us. You're the surf guy. Mm. What does a double wave signify, man? The duality of life. 
<laughs> I don't know what that means. I'm just kidding. It's that good things come in pairs. Really? Oh, uh, I like that yes, too. Really, like man? Mm -hmm. And maybe the first wave isn't the better wave. Maybe the second wave's the better wave. But the best thing was is that that moment when after that first wave and I thought I won, that second wave, Mother Nature just knocked me on my butt. Uh -oh. So always remember this. The best thing is make those memories. Because you know what I did? The of life. Right? You the expect the one flow. thing and then you get hit sideways. Your life can turn on a dime without you even knowing. And nice, Jim, Jim, that's why what Supply happened. Supply the first wave and you get knocked down by the second. And you know what happened when I got knocked by the second? Don't I, take anything for granted. I lost my glasses, Jim. Oh, what fun it was. I lost my glasses. So today, Jim, I had to kick it old school. These are my real radio glasses that I've had for probably 15 years that I always keep in my car. You have a in strap? Case what? You don't have a strap? At the beach? No, you don't no, have a strap? no, 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 I'm reckless. I'm abandoned. I'm wearing a Coca Pelly. I'm mischievous. Oh, yeah. But here's the thing you got to remember now. Yeah, okay. Even though we lost our glasses, we gained our love. So take a deep breath. Feel the love gained. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And remember three things in the universe. Oh, yeah, what's that? Besides the antelope <laughs> telling us, remember, take time to respond. Do the it antelope. now. No procrastinating. Take action. And remember, decide and do it now. Deep breath. In. Let it go. Out. Ah, and remember three things. Oh. Peace, love, and the Phillips file. Oh, no, I lost my glasses. Shut Kicking it all. Thank you for partaking in the cleansing of your soul. This is just one step in your journey to inner peace and happiness. Remember to keep your chakras in line. And wash your hands after you go to the bathroom. Thank you, Eddie. Good job. That chi is now flowing. Let's get out of here. Jim Colbert show tomorrow between the hours of 3 and 7. Phillips File returns on Monday at 3, right after Sean. He's the news junkie with Sabrina and Celine. They follow the monsters in the morning. Tonight, eat dessert first. Grant like a dog. Wander aimlessly. Pound your conch as often as you can. Buy your books with cash and eat some ants. Bye-bye and take care.